Thanks to Harvey Norman Goldfields. It's the GFL on SEN this afternoon from Sir Richard Moore Sports Arena on a NADOC round, which is looking absolutely splendid this afternoon here in the beautiful sunshine of the Goldfields. About 15 degrees at the moment, right in the middle of Sir Richard Moore Sports Arena. But at the moment, the ball, as we see, is at the fall of Stevens. We've travelled about three or four minutes into this particular first quarter. The Roos have got one already. It was from Stevens to Whitehead, who Whitehead was just 10 metres out and gold directly in front. So the Roos have got the opening account here for First National Real Estate. On the scoreboard at the moment, the Roos are one straight six. Boulder yet to get into their forward 50 on this uh, particular first quarter at Sir Richard Moore Sports Arena this afternoon. The Roos are in defence and they're just working it around in numbers with Corbin Chambers goes back to Hams, was looking to go on the lateral, but he goes back inside to find Morris in his second game for the Roos this afternoon. Morris goes out wide to that wing. I'll introduce my co-commentators, Rob Hanson, who is here, the Rolls-Royce here in the Goldfields. Uh, good afternoon to you, Rob. Yeah, good afternoon, Glennie, and good afternoon, listeners. It's good to have you on board, mate. You've got a very keen eye on today's game being a uh, coach of the Nutrinag Carnival team. Yep. Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, yeah calling this game. Uh, there's a few players that I'm looking at. Uh, there's a squad already been picked. So uh, you'll be interested to see how they perform today. Just as you pick that up, Dean Hayes paddles it out just in front of the Railways club rooms and we'll get a ball in. Also joining us, geez, we're in some royalty this afternoon here in the uh, Sir Rex Mitchell Grandstand, the palace that is very freezing at the moment, but we welcome along Brendan Simpson. Welcome back to the Goldfield, Simo. Glennie, thanks for having me. Thanks for turning the haters on. It's perfect conditions here for the call. Yeah, now looking absolutely splendid. As the ball comes in, we've travelled about six minutes in this first quarter at the moment. The ruse in defence, they're very hot at the moment. Morris paddles it out. What do you see so far, Simo, from your analysis? I'll tell you what, some very, very good runs, some good defensive setup from Mark Wallace. He's had half a dozen touches already. And from you, Rob? Yeah, I'm liking the battle in the uh, in the in the ruck department with Peachy and uh, Big Angus. Um, good setups, you know, a bit of contested footy. Gonna have to earn your kicks today. Yeah, that is exactly what you're gonna do. And the Roos have got some pressure. They ended up almost going to sleep after about the five-minute mark of the second quarter last week. They were disposed of by about 43 points to the Dyrites. They're now in defence and working it out. Cuba Garlet sees it and paddles it out on the right half-back flank. So a couple of players that you want to probably look at. And in, you know, I know you're looking at the rucks there, Rob, but just a couple of seconds ago, that was actually Tom Gillett that went up against Big Angus. But he can go all day, Angus. He showed that last week against the Dyrites. Yeah, I haven't, seen, uh, I haven't seen him play this year. And apparently there's a few good games where he's actually dominated. Um, and like I said, I was looking forward to seeing him play. But he's unavailable next week for Country Week. So uh, um, Kangas will be relying on him a fair bit. Well, in defence at the moment, taking a very nice mark is Jude Myers going across the face to Hams and coming out on that 45 to Garland, who now comes grandstand side. The Sir Rex Palace is freezing, and that kick will get a frosty reception from his teammates who was out of bounds on the full. Cammy Grover brings it in now for the Tigers, and they'll link up now with Higgins. So Higgins is on the broadcast wing. This is the grandstand that we're sitting in at the moment. Goes into the 50. Newwich's direction. Couldn't quite take the one-hander out of this one. Chambers is there to corral things up in defence and goes across wide. Or oh, the big man was trying to get to it first. He gets a second attempt at that one. Goes back to Chambers. That's Angus, the big man. A big kick here. Pack forms underneath this one. Umpire has seen a push. It's going to be a free kick to the Tigers, which will go to Dean Haynes who is in the squad this afternoon. Three changes for the Tigers. Polson, Martin and Bartelli into the squad. Squadlow, Taylor and Donaldson are out this afternoon. 
and Dean Haynes in his long sleeves and the number 20 is lining up on the runway. The uh, Tigers kicked the, uh, or one I should say, the toss earlier on, the coin toss, and they're kicking to the right-hand side of your radio. That's the railway station end. Kick from Haynes, couldn't quite make it, right on the boundary line, and we'll get a boundary throw in about 10 metres, or less than 10 metres around from the behind post grandstand side. Another chance for you to see some ruck contests. There's been a few of them so far, Rob. Yeah, contested footy. I love it. Um, this is deep in uh, Boulder's uh, forward, forward 50. Uh, I looked at the ground. We had training on Monday here, and it was, she was a little bit a uh, little bit wet underfoot, and I'd say be a little bit slippery out there today. So it, it's just showing a little bit of skill at the moment, and one who's got very good skill with his left foot and puts it on that and goes down the wing is... Dylan Clark, but rowling it up now is Dale Hamilton right in front of us. He goes inside to Paulson. Got a couple of options. In fact, it's Seb Boyd who gets it away just in enough time. Boyd's kick was an absolute daisy cutter because he had a lot of pressure. Butterfield's in there, gets a hand pass across. His hand pass didn't quite hit a target. Connor Maris gets it to boot, goes inside 50. There's a lot of roos who are in under this one. No one could quite take the mark. It went through a whole stack of piling on right there about 25 metres out. We'll get a ball up. Very interesting mix at the moment of trying to get it out of defence from the Tigers. They just get uh, get a fair bit of pressure on from the Ruse defence, but they just seem to hold themselves up across their half-back line. So ball back into play. Looking for sprinklers at the moment at the uh, railway station end. And another ball up. They're no, all onto it. No lakes at the moment, Glennie. It's all okay. No, there's a fair bit of rain this week. About 30-odd mil falling here at Sir Richard Moore. Ball goes back up. We've travelled about 12 minutes in this first quarter now. Could have been a high against Hams. He gets away. Shirks the kick, though. Peaches under this one. Read it well. He had two to defend with, and they were almost miniature-like to him. And he gets it across now to Hooks. Just on that true centre-half forward position. Goes for a pack forming. Gillett was the marking oh. attempt. He went straight through his mitts, though. Went to ground. Pack forms underneath there, and we'll get a ball up. Very good again, that work of the Tigers just on their back forwards. Yeah, just with that clearing kick out of defence, Kangas are defending well, but that kick out, the uh, bowlers are setting up that wall. I think the forwards have just got to come up and put a uh, two-on-one. Uh, Clark and Tongata, uh, just a little bit off the ball there. Yep, so another ball up, just as uh, Rob Hansen gives his analysis. It was uh, Peach in there, uh, Gillett, in fact, against Angus. Ball comes out of this one with all the ruse looking to try and capitalise. Madden in the 11 this afternoon gets some clearance, but didn't go any further again. And the Tigers on their defensive forward unit, if you could call it that one. Bishop's kick goes straight in the scone of Garlet, and it will get a boundary throw in. Almost a Falcon. Very might close to it. Glenn. Might have been his shoulder, actually, rather than his scone, but uh, we'll get a ball in on that far side. In the pocket, closer to the classrooms at Calgary Primary School than what it is to us. So boundary throw in. One goal straight six on the First National Real Estate scoreboard, the Ruse. Tigers yet to salute anything on it. Ball comes back in. Hams went out to greet it. Went over the top of his head. Zappelli's in there, gets a hand pass. Out across to Garlett. Back on that far side. Mark taken there by McGowan, who's playing very deep at the moment. He's had a lot of forward rolls this year, Thomas McGowan, but uh, he's deep at the moment. Goes down that outer side. It was a marking attempt out of there from the Ruse. Couldn't quite do it. Working it now in defence of the Tigers. And they're out on this grandstand side if they see the opportunities of a lining up. But Dean Hayes went to ground. He still had enough time to get onto it. Bit of pressure being applied here at the moment from Myers. In there is Connor Maris. Myers went directly to the boundary line. Deliberate was the call. And that has been awarded. There was absolutely nowhere around as Rob Hansen gets his own special delivery today. Don't worry about a pizza delivery for Rob. It's his jacket. 
<laughs> I'll need that a little bit later, Glenny. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you'll need it at the end of this first quarter, I can tell you now. Ball comes back in very quickly into the very forward, uh, very open forward line. There's a couple who've got some opportunities out of here. Patterson gets it across to Hams. His kick goes to Tengata on the half-back line. And Tengata's got some options to deal with. Pretty, pretty free-flowing at the moment for Tengata if he gets it to the right target. Varian was on, in on it. Couldn't quite reach him on the full. Comes out of it here with Whitehead. He goes over the top. It's uh, now being picked up by Softly. And here's uh, Boyd with it right in the centre of Sir Richard Moy. Goes out wide to Bishop. And Bishop, it just slows things down a little bit. We've travelled about 14-odd minutes in this first quarter. First National Real Estate scoreboard, one straight, the ruse. Tigers got nothing but duck eggs at the moment. Ball's out now in front of us. Reese Bartell started on the bench. His kick was into the middle. Couldn't quite get it to the direction of Darcy Crook. Crook lost his footing. And we'll get a ball up after that on the old cricket pitch. Simo. Yeah, been very interesting, obviously. Kangas have been really been looking for the switch on the way out of defence, which has been great, but they seem to be breaking down across half forward and can't get it inside 50. So the ball is being played pretty much in Boulder's forward half at the moment, and that's where Boulder's defence are trying to keep it. They're under some attack at the moment. Bishop takes on a couple, could have been taken high, gets a free kick, elects to play on. They bowl, uh, Kangas were left flat-footed out of that one. Two-on-one contest. Newwich is a big body. He's got a contest with two. Zappelli and Hams. Hams wins the battle. Believe it or not, he's a little fella. Peach is coming to the bench. Look out on this one, boys. Kick is smothered in the middle. Butterfield gets a second attempt at it. Bit of claret, Glenny. He gets a hand pass across there to Bogensberger. Garlett and the Ruse look like they're away on that far side at the moment. Here's McGowan. Chase down. Couldn't quite get there in the end, Boyd. Ball goes inside 50 towards Stevens. Stevens was flat-footed. And it was Hamilton who just managed to corral it very nicely. Looked at it, got it across now. And the Tigers are away with an absolute paddock at the moment. It's with Hamilton. In fact, it was Hawkins before. It's Hamilton now. The two long sleeves get you in defence. Softly on the half-back line. He goes right down the line. Pack forming in front of us. Polson reads it well across with, P, uh, with uh, White, I should say. In there as well was... The big man Taylor, or in fact he's not too big, Maxi Taylor. And the Tigers work it across their defence at the moment. Here's Softly, straight down the guts of Sir Richard Moore. Newwich attracts three. Hams is first onto it. Smart play here from Hams. Seen it already this afternoon quite well for the Ruse. Garlic goes back through the middle towards Tangata, worn there by Swallow. He's got a runner in Simpson. At Steve Simpson gets it to Varian on the half forward line, turns around and goes Varian. Looking for the one option in forward of him, which is Stevens. Well worn in there by Hawkins. Ball's close to the boundary line. Uh, there's a kick off the boot. Still stays in play, though. Spinning around is Tyrese Clark. Goes for a centering kick, Clark. With an opportunity at the left foot was Whitehead. He wasn't too flash on his boot last week. This one's not flashing at all. It was out of bounds on the full. Much better forward entry than Glenn. They actually came back through the corridor. You can see that Boulder have been reading the play on the switch. They're spreading to the outer wings. Kanga's got an inside 50 through the corridor then. Good work by Varian to kick it around, although he probably didn't quite get it to where he wanted it to go. Ball's back into play, straight through the middle. Received by James from softly in defence. Going up to that far side, right in front of the scoreboard, which for First National Real Estate at the moment reads a seven-point lead to the Ruse. Just working across in some numbers on that far side of the Tigers at the moment. Picked up by Polson. He's playing a little high, Polson, but that's what you see from the boulder play. Alex to try and take him on a couple, in fact. Goes to the middle on the 45, almost. 
Corbin Chambers couldn't quite take the mark. Goes for a second attempt, brings it down, ball up right in the middle of Sir Richard Moore this afternoon. First National Real Estate are holding on to the scoreboard at the moment. 1-1-7, the Ruse. The Tigers yet to score after a big win against Cambelda last week. The Ruse on the rebound after a 43-point loss to the Diorites. On now with Madden, gets the hand pass to Bogensberger. Here's McGowan, hand pass across back to Bogensberger. Very handheld game at the moment for the Ruse, but Bogensberger puts it to boot to Stevens. Second attempt from him, goes up high, lost it on the first one, picked it up on the second attempt, and manages to mark his just inside 50 with the hospital end in sight. Yeah, Kangas have had their chances with their forward entries. That was a better, better uh, disposal coming in from Bogensberger. Um, and Kanga's half back. I like what I'm seeing at the moment with Hamsey. Hamsey's he's, he's, he just does a week in, week out, and um, he's complimented by young Cooper Garlett, which I haven't seen him play down back, and he's certainly found his feet down there. So Stevens' kick is a big one, but it's across the face. It's a minor score on the first of the real estate scoreboard. Harvey Norman Goldfields bringing you the SEN coverage of the Goldfields Footy League this afternoon. Harvey Norman, make your house a home. Harvey Norman on Davidson Street. Balls back into play and across the face of goals. Very dangerous for the Tigers, but softly. Uh, sorry, in fact, it was Hooks in the end who probably used a bit of experience to be able to paddle through a behind. And the Tigers go out of defence on this occasion. They move it pretty quickly down the wing towards Garlett's direction. Newich is very high at the moment, right up on the other side. Boyd's a target here. Ball's bouncing. But again, Hams corrals it nicely. Gets it to Tangata on the wing, outer wing. He's right on that wing spot. Tangata goes down further across the line. Got an entry hit towards Whitehead. Couldn't quite pick it up there. Might have been uh, oh, a big tackle laid. Holding the ball cool. And I'm trying to pick up who that player Rick, was. Ricky Whitehead, mate. Yeah, Ricky Whitehead has got the ball, but I think it might have been Fraser Softly who was under some enormous pressure there and softly on the mark. So Whitehead, he's kicked one already this afternoon from 10 metres out. He's 50 for this kick. Towards the hospital end, it's to the right, to the right, to the right, minus score. And on the right-hand side of the scoreboard, that now has the ruse, 1-4-10. The Tigers, not to salute yet. Justin Tarasinski would be happy with that particular start, considering the Tigers are a very powerful forward unit. Although they've been very good so far in their defensive work, the Tigers, that uh, probably hasn't shown for them on the scoreboard. Kick is to Newich. He's on that far side anyway. The ball's in pretty quickly. Newich is on that outer wing. Very forward open at the moment for the Tigers. Paulson receives. The fair bit of zinc. I'd like to see what the zinc sales are at the Boulder Pharmacies. I hope it's <laughs> just I hope, before a Boulder game. I hope it's Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Paulson's kick's a beauty. Goes inside 50. Mark taken there by the littlest man down there which is Kyle Hams. He's got some work down there if he wants it, but he goes and moves it in a forward direction. He's got Bogensberger. Bogensberger's just on that half-back line at the moment. If he comes out wide, he's got uh, McGowan, who's in front of us. He goes the other way to Garlett. Might have got lost in the sun, and it's paddled across for a boundary throw-in. So we wouldn't be too far away from quarter time at the moment here at Sir Richard Moore. Harvey Norman Goldfields bring you the SEN footy, no matter where you tune in. G'day to all those tuning in around Mantra Way. They were there last week. They're, I'm sure they'll be there again this week, listening in. Boundary throw-in comes right in front of the J.R. Turner cabinet sign. Paulson's onto it with his bright boots. You can't miss him this afternoon. The sun beams back off it. He turns around. He gets it again, looking for an entry into 54. The Tigers, it's a high kick. The ball's doing all sorts, going off and over. Tom Gillett saw it well. He had eyes on it, and he managed to take that mark. 
with a very, very cluttered forward line at one stage. But now it's just starting to uh, dissipate. But Gillett, who so far in season 2023, has kicked 47 for the Tigers. And he's on the runway for this one. Interesting. It was their first deep forward entry and it went straight in for a mark. And I'm sure Gillett will go back and slot this one through. So Gillett's got it. Off the boot for Gillett. Tommy Gillett's just <laughs> to the left. The commentator's jinx. <laughs> He's back. Brendan Simpson in the commentator's position. Not for long if Perfect. you're a Tigers fan. You'd be wanting to kick him out. It was a minor score, but it's the first this afternoon on the First National Real Estate Scoreboard. Visit kalgoorlierealestate.com.au for all your real estate needs. One behind to the Tigers. One forward to the Roos. And that is quarter time. So about uh, 21 minutes that particular term here. For the first this afternoon from Sir Richard Moore, we're back with more GFL thanks to Harvey Norman Goldfields in just a few minutes. For Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie, make your house a home with Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Live on SEN, you're listening to the Goldfields Football League. They're back. Spicy Chicken McNuggets with a crispy, mouth-wateringly spicy coating. Get them before they're gone. Again. Order Spicy Chicken McNuggets at Macca's today. Available for a limited time. Hot, hot body you've ever seen Ring comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Install the ring Install the ring Install the ring Install the ring Ask your plumber for Ream Australia's number one The race for the top eight is tight and this weekend, your AFL record is jam-packed with the 24-page match day section, plus fans can enjoy the selected teams and player lists. In our Round 16 edition, we profile the seven new inductees who have been added to the Australian Football Hall of Fame. Plus, plus. don't miss Answer Man with our stats experts, player profiles, kids page and more. Brought to you by Signet. Power every moment with Signet. The AFL record, Round 16, print edition. Just $6 at all venues. It's Tyre Power's Big Winter Safety Sale. Get better grip and a safer drive this winter with a new set of Falcon Eco Run tyres from Tyre Power. Right now you can buy three and get one free on Falcon ZX ZE310R Eco Run tyres for passenger and selected SUV vehicles. That's buy three and get one free on selected Falcon tyres, but only at Tyre Power and only until the end of July. Get the power of a safer drive this winter. Visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191 for your local independent owner. Are you looking for an incredible internet or mobile deal? Look no further. With Mate, you can try a new plan for just $1. Yes, you heard it right. Just $1. Use promo code TRYMATE when you sign up for a new Mate internet or mobile plan and get your first month of standard service for only $1. Why wait? Make the switch to Mate. Visit letsbemates.com.au or search Mate online and sign up today. Terms and conditions apply. Visit letsbemates.com.au for full details. This season, I've got my eye on the team in orange. Signet, a very powerful unit. I love what the Signet laptop power bank brings. A-grade midfielder, capable of doing all the grunt work. We'll charge all day. Bring all your devices into the game, including laptops. And then you've got your ever-reliable Signet Apple and Android charging cables. The perfect wingman linking all your devices to Signet products for a seamless charge. Let me tell you, on game day, you can't go past the orange. Orange team. Power every moment with Signet. Available at major retailers and Signet.com. 
All right, I'm going to the bar. I'll be back in a tick. Seriously? They just bounced the ball, mate. Wait till quarter time. Oh, won't be long this time. Spending more time queuing for drinks than watching the game? You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Explore Karajimi National Park on this new fun Go West tour. With experienced guides, you'll discover the ancient gorges and spectacular scenery. Travel on 4x4 buses into the four corners of the National Park and leave your troubles behind at camp. If you're flying into the Pilbara, you can book airport transport services to Karajimi as well. We have you covered with safe, fun and memorable experiences in the Karajimi National Park with Go West Tours. Visit Go West tours.com.au The Cheese and Bacon McSpicy is back. Juicy chicken covered in a crispy, spicy coating plus cheese and sizzling bacon. Order the Cheese and Bacon McSpicy at Macca's today. Available after 10.30am for a limited time. For Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie, make your house a home with Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Live on SEN, you're listening to the Goldfields Football League. And right on cue as we come out of the ad break. Thanks to Harvey Norman Goldfields, it's SEN footy. Dave Roberts has got the burly and he puts it into the orbit. Here comes Geordie Madden getting, trying to get some space on that one, but he was mowed down by Cammy Grover in the end. Ball comes free and it's Seb Boyd, sorry, Luke Polson who's running onto this one. Left foot goes inside towards the Newwich direction. Zappelli did very well to counteract Newwich on that occasion. Ball goes to ground and here's Hams to corral things yet again this afternoon on numerous occasions. He's done it already. His kick is a big one. This is now Boyd who's onto it. He's got some assistance out of this one with Softly. He gets the hand pass. It was no good at all. And the Roos are on the rebound here. Clark with the left foot. Goal looking here from Clark. It is... And he loved it. He's dangerous when he gets on that left foot. He's Dylan Clark. And that was a great answer after a quarter time for the Roos, who probably haven't looked dangerous in forward-flowing footy. That was a big statement. That was a big kick. <laughs> that was outside 50. That was a good 60-metre kick. And that went through, yeah, probably pad height. So 2 four, 16 on the first National Real Estate scoreboard, one behind Bold at Brendan Simpson. Yeah, look, it's very interesting. It was probably one of the first times we had a clean passage of play. Uh, very quick inside 50. As we said, it was a long boot, but uh, very, very direct. But you can just see a little bit of breakdown, and we've heard Aaron Sweet talking about it at quarter time. I think they need to try and offset these big boys that are up forward for Boulder. They seem to be getting too close together, and they're starving each other of opportunity if it does go inside 50. On that occasion, we did see that too, didn't we, with uh, Zappelli probably setting that up, and he's a young fellow who's probably had some really big assignments in the GFL and uh, probably got himself in a better position from all of that play from what he's used to, normally being behind, and the uh, the big full forward gets the, uh, the burly first, but on that occasion, he really won that and probably set that up for the ruse. Ball's back in the middle. Jordan Madden again. It's almost a uh, repeat, rinse and set. But this time on that far side, oh, being met over there was Higgins by a big wall. Have a look at that. We've got the Calgary Ruckman. He's just flicking it straight out the back. So he's hitting it up straight out of the back of the hand. And that's two centre clearances straight off the bat to Madden. Ball's back with the two big men, Peach and uh, Angus. Ball's now with Burge. He's got some opposition there. He steals the ball, but did it illegally, according to umpire Tullick. And we've got a free kick going the way of the Roos. 
I think it's Tyrese Clark who's received that one. It is. He did some good, really good, really good work in tight. Then it was actually some really nice clean hands, and he, uh, yeah, he earned the free kick. So Clark on that outer wing, defensive side of that centre goes for a kick, but it goes no further than the uh, Tigers' defence at the moment. And that goes back into the centre of. Sir Richard Moore to Bronson Bishop. He's got a couple of runners if he sees one. Doesn't do that. Goes out wide. Newich is playing high up the ground. He's almost in that uh, that wing roll, as we've seen, to try and break those lines down forward for them at the moment. Ball goes now to Polson, who's on a half-forward line. Half-forward flank, the right side. He's got a runner who he sees. Might have been Cam Grover on the right foot. Kick here to goal. It's an open goal square if it bounces through, but it's just to the uh, right of screen. And it's a minor score for the Tigers. It's their second minor score. They've only got two behinds. We're into the second quarter, about three minutes travelled. Yeah, Glenn, I'm just starting to have a bit of a browse and, and having a bit of a look. I'm not seeing too much overlap run from Boulder. It seems to be very kick-mark, kick-mark. When they've got two key post forwards that, that, that lot they've got, they need to be able to get some overlap run, generate some pace, and get that footy inside 50 a bit quicker. So Hams and Bogensberger. Hams directing traffic on where to go out of this one. Uh, Varian was the target. Couldn't quite get there in the end because he had Higgins to deal with. Maris gets the hand pass across. Burge is in full flight. He's a young a little fellow, I should say, against the big man over there in uh, Patterson. And Patterson probably earned at free kick very well, putting his body on the line. So Patterson's picked it up. Hand passes now just behind him. Who else corralling it down back than Hams? And he goes back now and finds Zapelli. Just watch Kyle Hams for the blood rule. All right. Hams across the face of goal. I can't quite see the blood from here, Simo. We are about 120 metres away, so I can't quite see if there's any clarity on him just yet. Yeah, just wait. All right, so Hams's kick goes to Garlett. Cuba Garlett's received just in front of the grandstand, in front of the uh, scoreboard, I should say. He's got Varian, who hand passes back to Garlett. On foot, he's electric. He gets the hand pass across now to Madden. Madden's got Zapelli running on. Zapelli gets tackled down, holding the ball. Big one there from Jamie Bratton. Bratton came along. Zapelli had no idea. Bratton's got the kick now. Goes across the face of the uh, 50. Maris was the target. Taylor's worked it out, though. He gets hit with a wall. Ball spills free out of that one. Now with Simpson to Clark. And Clark's kick again. Grabs about 70 metres to Whitehead. Whitehead and Softly in a nice little battle at the moment. Coming across to help out is Peach. Peach cleans things up and he's got nothing but Tigers in his sights. And one of those is Polson. Polson comes up. Has got hooks in his eyes. Got it rather than the sun. Hook spins around. Tigers are looking a little bit more dangerous on this occasion. And there he is now, is the work of Bratton. And finally, they hit Newwich cleanly. Hasn't really happened for the first time this afternoon until now. I think they just got caught on the overlap then, Kangas. They'd obviously had a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty heavy forward thrust. There'd been a fair bit of run forward, and that, that half-back line just didn't get a chance to set up. And, yeah, opened up for Jake Newwich. Great pass by Bratton. From 50 for Newwich. The Tigers yet to get a goal this afternoon. It's Sir Richard Moore. It's a big kick from Newwich. It's a long kick from Newwich. It's all home from Newwich. And that is Newwich's 30th goal for the season. Not a bad kick. Nice and straight. Although the wind's not really a factor this afternoon here at Sir Richard Moore. It's more the chill factor in the Rex Mitchell grandstand. And that uh, hits the scoreboard this afternoon. For First National Real Estate, Boulder, 1-2-8. They trail by 8. Kangas, 2-4-16. Rob? Yeah, that was a beautiful kick. Uh, close to 50 metres. He's a talent, uh, Jake Newwich. 
Uh, Boulder just set up well behind in that overlap play, what uh, Simo said, and uh, it was a great target to kick to directly in front. It's a good opportunity, I suppose, for the first time that Boulder have had some clean ways in which they are able to get a forward entry, and in particular for Newwich. So looking here for the tap. Little tap this time goes the way of Varian. Cleans it up, though. Couldn't quite get it cleanly. Hand pass out of that passage of play from the Ruse. Went to Grover. Grover's kick goes forward. Newwich is the target. Oh, he meets Scarlett quite strongly, but legally. Ball goes further down the line now after a kick from the Ruse to... Torres Clark. Clark this afternoon goes to Whitehead and picked up by Whitehead. He spins around. He was looking for some help. Kicked it to absolutely no one in particular. The Pigeons are in the way as well. Stevens takes him a long time to get to ground, but coming around now is Crook. Gets it across now to Hooks, and the Tigers will work it out of defence. This is Seb Boyd. He's got the uh, headband on this afternoon. Probably for every game he's worn that one as well. Goes up for the uh, wing. But Garlett was there in a better position to pick it up a lot easier. Corbin Chambers is on the lateral and he goes there. And the Roos have got some numbers now if they come out this way. Hams. He's taken a little while to run. He's holds up play. Martin's in front of him. Whitehead. In fact, it's Madden who's right in the middle of Sir Richard Moore. His kick inside 50. Varian's reading it under this one. Couldn't quite get him in the end. Ball spills over the back. Stevens is close to the boundary line. And it takes a fairly large amount to get him over the boundary line. But uh, the only man who could probably do that is Peach. And we'll get a boundary throw in. Tell you what, Robbie, how good's, uh, how good's Cuba been across half back? He's probably had half a dozen touches so far this quarter and everything's been clean. Yeah, he, he links up well with Hamsey. So if you're Tigers coaching staff, you'd probably uh, put a little bit of work into well, those Well, out two. of this passage of play, I thought Clark might have bent this one around bigger than a banana, but he couldn't quite get there in the end. He had a look at the goals. It was a left foot, went right around, almost a 90-degree angle, but couldn't quite get there for a minor score for the Ruse. 2-5-17 on the first National Real Estate scoreboard. They lead by nine points, one two. To eight. Rob Hansen's got his jacket on now. That's yeah. You probably heard a little bit of noise through my, <laughs> my speaker there, but uh, yeah, a little bit warmer now. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so, mate. It's a nice big diorite's jacket too, just quietly. You'll be looking forward to the 125th in a couple of weeks, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, it should be a good weekend. Um, hopefully, yeah, all the boys rally around and, and make the effort to get there. It'll be a, should be a special night. So the ball's back in with the Tigers. They're just going about it pedestrian-like at the moment, working it out of defence. Just on the half-back line with hooks. It allows some forward kicks here for Maris. Couldn't quite corral it around. Whitehead is his opponent in there. Burge is also trying to read it as well. Pack forms, out of wing, ball up. Travelled about nine minutes in this second quarter. Thanks to First National Real Estate, the scoreboard has a nine-point lead at the moment to the to the Ruse, I should say. Tigers have only Great just kicked grab. the one this afternoon. Good grab by Varian. Gets it off to the slipper, the left foot slipper of Clark. Doesn't quite bounce in. That was the terrible bounce of the Burley. It's an ugly bouncing ball at the best of times, but on that occasion, there was nothing in it for the Ruse, and Clark was robbed of a goal. Kick is now with the Tigers, and Burge has picked it up now on the half-back line. Absolutely unlucky there, Dylan Clark. Yeah, it was, but you should. Uh, you never know what's going to happen with this oval, oval ball. <laughs> and so they go back to go forwards. And Hooks has got it. Comes across to Bartell. Goes down the line here. Was looking for a teammate in Hayes. Couldn't quite pick it up. Interchanges where we are right now. And we'll get a ball in. Kangas are certainly 
turning, pulling, pulling boulder back, and it's really stop-start, really stagnant footy for him. They just cannot get a flow on. So Paulson and uh, White to do the, uh, Angus, I should say, to do the ruck. Clark goes to ground, picks it up, and we'll get a ball up right in front of Anthony Kerr. Angus has been dominating this ruck knock. Nearly every tap is going his way. Well, on that occasion, Paulson was almost over his back. Uh, and we'll get a ball up. Getting off of uh, Clark at the last line was Higgins. In fact, it was a free kick to Higgins. So Higgins sees a chance here with some zinc. It was Burge. Gets it to Hooks. He goes inside. Couldn't quite make it to Martin. He was trying to corral it up. But here's Dylan Clark again. His left foot kick is a huge kick. This is a 70 to 80-odd metre kick that was to Varian. And Varian's picked it up just on the cricket pitch. He's got inside Whitehead. And he picks it up just inside 50. Dylan Clark has bought his own footy this quarter. He really has. I know he's, he's had a few sh set shots or oh, flies on goal, but he's work across halfback. Uh, he's been pushing forward. He's been able to generate and create that oval out run that we've been trying to talk about. Uh, it's happening, all happening for Kangas. So Whitehead has it at the moment. He's kicked one already this afternoon. 15 for the season. Whitehead's kick is a big one. Goes to the goals in the best of fashions for the Ruse. Whitehead's second this afternoon. It's the Ruse third. 3-5-23-1-2-8. It's uh, one of the bigger leads of the afternoon, the Safo, to the Kangaroo City Football Club. 3-5-23-1-2-8. Thanks to First National Real Estate. And Rob? Yep, pretty important with um, when you've got the ball in hand to be able to hit a target. And Dylan Clark, he just uh, proved there that, uh, you know, if uh, he, he broke the line there beautifully and, and it was a beautiful long kick, broke the line, hit the target and then uh, set up that goal. Um, yep, you've got to, uh, like I always say, uh, once you've got that ball in hand, you always want to hit those targets. Well... Clark's magnet on Tarantinsky's board at the moment must be smoking because he's been moved around everywhere. He's been back, he's been forward, he's now in the middle, though. Six, six, and six. No, no, not quite a six, six. He's even trying to fool me. <laughs> and Boulders are putting a little bit of work on him uh, physically around the contest, too, but he's just responded again. Yeah, that was that free kick to Higgins, I think, from that, yeah, too. But here's yeah. Paulson on the attack now. He gets rid of it, but probably goes nowhere. Was almost wrapped up by Wallace. Here's Hayes, gets it across now to Seb Boyd, goes inside. Mark couldn't quite be taken across the top. Paulson gets another bite of the cherry on this occasion. Nothing doing. Ball goes in. There was a knee, an errant knee in there too. Corbin Chambers has got a little bit going on with Crook at the moment. Right in front of Dave Roberts and we'll get a ball up. So Dave Roberts just elects to avoid what's going on there with players remonstrating. Nothing really major. Wouldn't be a melee out of that one. And we'll get another ball up. That's well done by the umpire. A little bit of niggling off the pack there. Just uh, break it all up. Just throw the ball up. Keep yep. things going. Yep. And Dave Roberts, the best in the business as he goes at the moment. Big ruck knock there between uh, uh, Boyd and uh, Angus. And we'll get another ball up. We've had about three in the space of about 10 metres. So congested footy at the moment with a lead to the Ruse by 15 points. Ball's back in. Kick off the ground there by Martin, but goes no further than Garlett. He dodges a couple uh, from Butterfield. Garlett all wrapped up, holding the ball. And Butterfield has taken a remonstrate. Garlett probably not quite getting up too quick. And we'll see the kick continue on to Gillett. So Tommy Gillett's picked it up with the Kangas balcony behind him. He'll take this kick. It just goes to show a little bit of physicalness happening, physicality and some multiple changes for the Tigers. They've just about done the old uh, gridiron change-up. 
Yeah, that was unlucky by Cooper. He, he, he probably should have put the ball on the boot and just cleared the area, but he chose to hang on a little bit, and then he saw the pressure coming. He dropped the knees, and the new ruling is, yeah, he, he got caught with holding the ball, which... Bit unlucky. I thought he got a, a high tackle there as well. So but Gillett's lining up for a kick at the moment of the hospital end, but it stays left. It's a minor score to Gillett. And the Kangas balcony, a little bit in voice. 1-3-9, the Tigers. They trail Kangas 3-5-23. It's a 14-point margin. Ball's back in with Clark at the moment. He could almost kick it to the other goal square the way he's been kicking it this afternoon, but he doesn't quite. Probably gets it halfway there almost. But uh, picks up now by Gillett. Here's Higgins, goes inside, Daisy Carter in there. Clark read it well. Here comes Torres Clark, and he's got Taylor as an option. Taylor goes across. They're doing it across the face of goal. Dangerous kick, but here's Garlett. He's got nice flowing locks, does Garlett. His hand pass on that occasion went to Hams. Down the ground, free kick after a push after the kick for on Hams, and Tangardo will take that free on the opposite wing. And, in fact, no, he hands it back. It'll go to Bogensberger. I think it's going the big Ruckman. It's going everywhere. <laughs> so uh, the kick now, a long play, 14 points the margin to the Ruse, 3-5-23, 1-3-9 for First National Real Estate, top end of Hannon Street. G'day to Norm, Gavin and the team. Just reaching a little bit of a, uh, a hold at the moment in proceedings. Pretty much man on man right across the ground at the moment. Bogensberg has got it sees it and paddles it out on that far side. But just a little bit of play. Terence Iski would be extremely proud of the way his team's reacted this afternoon to the big boys. You can definitely see that, that, that Kalgoorlie City are trying to hold up play across half forward and then they're trying to rebound and really some shot across from that. We've, say, we've seen Garlett, we've seen Dylan Clark, we've seen Hams. They're racking up possession. They're just trying to stem the, stem the flow and then slingshot out. So Maris has got this one. Bartell hand passes. Higgins gets all wrapped up and will get a ball in just in front of the uh, Goldfields crane hire sign on the far side of Sir Richard Moore this afternoon. 16 minutes travelled in this second term. Just the uh, three goals in this one so far. As Angus is there, he's got Clark. And Madden gets a kick down the line. But at the back of the play were Tigers defenders working it hard at the moment. And that is Crook. So Crook's got it. Goes inside the square. Dangerous kick. Taylor reads it well. He gets all wrapped up. Put in there by Will Hayes. He gets a couple of bites at this one, Hayes. Going to ground. Call for holding the ball. Nothing says the umpire. He says, give it to me. And we'll get a ball up just adjacent to the centre circle. Hospital side of that circle here at Sir Richard Moore. SEN 40, thanks to Harvey Norman Goldfields. Peach tries to play basketball with that Burley. Doesn't quite do anything out of that one. Comes free now. Bartell gets some free hands. He's got some assistance here from Higgins. His kick goes inside 50 towards Gillett. Gillett takes it on the second occasion. Goes up high and juggled it well. Could have played on. He does. Here's the kick towards Newich. Newich saw some clean air. It was chopped off, though, by a teammate in Martin. Martin, uh, not too happy with that one either with Newich. And that pretty much sums up how their forward structures have been so far this afternoon. The Tigers, a little bit of ill communication has resulted in the Roos being away with Clark on this broadcast wing. He comes up the line. We've got a good look at Angus. Whitehead's there. who gets all wrapped up. Held it for a couple of seconds. Hands in the back. Free kick to the Roos. It'll go to Whitehead right in front of us. One, And that was quite smart from Whitehead. Although he probably attracted a little bit of attention that he didn't want. So that kick there 
Hamilton probably put their hand, too many hands into it. Simpson has seen it. Stephen Simpson, and off his foot, just bounces inside for a boundary throw in. Been really impressed with Ricky Whitehead's second quarter. He's really got down and dirty. I noticed he had some bit of heavy strapping to his rib, rib area prior, prior game. Uh, so I'm very, very surprised at how much he's been uh, throwing the body around, but it's been a great quarter by him. Uh, so boundary throw in. Peach is in there. He manages to get some clear air out of this pack. Runs a little bit. Here's Will Hayes. Good mark taken by the young man up high. Jeez, his body's developed a little bit, Rob. You would have seen him from a wiry young fella, but his kick was a doozy. was chopped off by Mark Wallace. Wallace turns around. His kick, though, was more like it belonged down at Ray Finn with a soccer game. Here comes Hooks now. Cleans it out. And Higgins receives. Plays on Higgins. Tries to get around Clark. That's dangerous. Clark's always very good by foot. Peach takes on a couple with a don't argue. Peach's kick, though, goes to no one in particular apart from Aru, who's in there, and that was McGowan. Pack forms, couple of big tackles laid, and we'll get a ball up. I think, Rob, I think you'd note that the uh, pressure on pressure on ball carrier from Kangas has been uh, first class. It's been uh, brilliant by Kangas. I've been impressed with their with their quarter. I think Ty Clark has stepped up in this quarter. He's, uh, his work rate's picked up, and his work around the stoppages has been pretty impressive. I thought he was unlucky not to get a free kick there. Yep, so ball up again right in front of us, almost between the uh, the only bit of slither of sunshine on the ground between the two club rooms. That's uh, railways and also the Rex Mitchell ball inside from Clark. It dribbles through. Clark, what a goal! That's a goal of the year. Clark's kick was from 50. It was to a target, bounced over that target being Stevens, and straight through. He gets his reward for when the Burley just had a mind of its own previously. He got the tumble that time. It didn't quite go his way the, the time before. I would have, if I had to put money on, I would have said the other one was going to roll through. That has tumbled for a good 25 metres, split everyone and gone through, but well-deserved. His work rate's been huge, Rob. Yeah, that's, yeah he's had a great quarter, and... Um yeah, he's just got to get the troops to follow him, and uh, he's got it on a string, and that was a pretty impressive goal. Pretty similar from where he kicked that long goal uh, not long ago, and, uh, yeah, that was just uh, a lucky bounce. Best on ground for choices flooring this afternoon. It's got Dillard's Clark all named all, name all over it, Simo. Just quickly on Dill, we're seeing where he is, and we can see why he's causing such a headache for Boulder. He's uh, started off of half back in the middle. Now he's on half forward. He's just playing like a fifth mid, fitting into that 6-6-6, but he's just roaming wherever he wants. Well, Madden couldn't quite get it out of this centre contest. Higgins has got the hand pass, and he goes out wide now. He's got Bishop. Bishop takes a little bit of run. Bishop looks up, and he's got Newich by himself. Uh, too far out to score. Newich has got a runner here, which is Higgins. Higgins on the boot. Hospital end for the Tigers. Open goal square. Quick response from the Tigers. That's a great response. Big response as Higgins picks that up. And, Simo, you picked this up before that they probably needed a bit more on that run. And that's exactly what Higgins has delivered for Newwich when he was at 70 metres out. Absolutely. I mean, straight away I'm saying Jake's been injected into the middle. So there you go. We got some firepower straight to the guts. But yep. what we got to see there was some overlap run. We got to see a yellow jumper running past another yellow jumper with a couple on the outside. All of a sudden you've got options. You've got 45 handballs. You've got shuffles. You get quick inside 50s. It hits the scoreboard. You talk about jumpers as well for Nadoc Round. Victor Smith's designed the bowl a jumper. Brianna Taylor's designed the Kangas jumper this afternoon. Both looking absolutely splendid. Back in the middle of Sir Richard Moore. It is a lead back to 14 points by the Ruse at the moment. Varian in there as well is Madden. Looking to try and get some clear air out of there. Couldn't quite do it. Ball goes to ground. Again, Bronson Bishop's involved in this one. He was involved in the last one. Takes a tumble 
And we'll get a ball up. We're into time on and almost closing in on half time with a 14-point lead on the first National Real Estate scoreboard, the way of the Roos. We've got a, got a Kanga down here. Sorry, Yeah, Rob. Jordan Angus is obviously winning the taps in the work. I love his body work as well, but as soon as it comes to ground, the bigger-bodied Boulder boys, you've got Polson, Newich, Peach. Uh, yeah, they're just creating paths and uh, getting that overlap. I think it might have been Geordie Madden that went down out of that passage. It was. And he's just a little slow to get up. Uh, Angus is in there, wins the ruck, as he's done quite well this afternoon. Ball spills free. Here's Paulson. He gets it across now to Bishop. Puts it onto his boot. It's a higher one. Couple of targets under this one. Cuba Garlet, well read. Went up nicely. He was uncontested and managed to bring the mark down. Gets it to Hams and they go on that far side here at Sir Richard Moore. But they go no further than Bishop again. He's been lively in these last five minutes for the Tigers. Two big men just... Oh, I'm glad they spoke on that occasion. And that was Paulson and also uh, Newich. It's now with uh, Hayes. He's got an option inside 50. A few magnets being thrown around. This is Kemi Grover who's picked it up. He's got Newich who's drifted across... Paulson. Paulson, sorry. He's drifted across. I just saw the boots. Didn't see the number. <laughs> They're all bright if you're the big man down from the Tigers. And Paulson, just on the shadows of halftime, has a chance to straighten it up from a 14-point lead at the moment. 15-point lead. Jake's are just a little bit more tennis ball yellow, Glenn. Thank you. 14-point <laughs> lead as well, Simo, as I count my sums back. So Paulson has got a big kick on him to the hospital end. It's an absolute doozy off the boot. Doesn't quite make the distance. And we stay at a 14-point margin at halftime here at Sir Richard Moore Sports Arena. SEN 40, thanks to Harvey Norman Goldfields. We hit the main break with a 14-point lead to the Ruse. Back with some halftime analysis in just a couple of seconds. Thank you. For Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie, make your house a home with Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Live on SEN, you're listening to the Goldfields Football League. They're back. Spicy Chicken McNuggets with a crispy, mouth-wateringly spicy coating. Get them before they're gone. Again. Order Spicy Chicken McNuggets at Macca's today. Available for a limited time. Ask your plumber for Ream, Australia's number one. The race for the top eight is tight. And this weekend, your AFL record is jam-packed with the 24-page match day section, plus fans can enjoy the selected teams and player lists. In our Round 16 edition, we profile the seven new inductees who have been added to the Australian Football Hall of Fame. Plus, plus. don't miss Answer Man with our stats experts, player profiles, kids page and more. Brought to you by Signet. Power every moment with Signet. The AFL record, Round 16, print edition. Just $6 at all venues. It's Tyre Power's Big Winter Safety Sale. Get better grip and a safer drive this winter with a new set of Falcon Eco Run tyres from Tyre Power. Right now you can buy three and get one free on Falcon ZX ZE310R Eco Run tyres for passenger and selected SUV vehicles. That's buy three and get one free on selected Falcon tyres, but only at Tyre Power and only until the end of July. Get the power of a safer drive this winter. Visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191 for your local independent owner. Are you looking for an incredible internet or mobile deal? 
Look no further. With Mate, you can try a new plan for just $1. Yes, you heard it right. Just $1. Use promo code TRYMATE when you sign up for a new Mate internet or mobile plan. And get your first month of standard service for only $1. Why wait? Make the switch to Mate. Visit letsbemates.com.au or search Mate online and sign up today. Terms and conditions apply. Visit letsbemates.com.au for full details. This season, I've got my eye on the team in orange. Signet, a very powerful unit. I love what the Signet laptop power bank brings. A-grade midfielder, capable of doing all the grunt work. We'll charge all day. Bring all your devices into the game, including laptops. And then you've got your ever-reliable Signet Apple and Android charging cables. The perfect wingman linking all your devices to Signet products for a seamless charge. Let me tell you, on game day, you can't go past the Orange team. Power every moment with Signet. Available at major retailers and Signet.com. All right, I'm going to the bar. We'll be back in a tick. Seriously? They just bounced the ball, mate. Wait till quarter time. Oh, won't be long this time. Uh, yeah, can I get um, mid Oh, come uh, on. Hurry uh, up. So many people. Oh, what? What did I miss? Who scored? Spending more time queuing for drinks than watching the game? You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Explore Karajini National Park on this new fun Go West tour. With experienced guides, you'll discover the ancient gorges and spectacular scenery. Travel on 4x4 buses into the four corners of the National Park and leave your troubles behind at camp. If you're flying into the Pilbara, you can book airport transport services to Karajini as well. We have you covered with safe, fun and memorable experiences in the Karajini National Park with Go West Tours. Visit Go West tours.com.au The Cheese and Bacon McSpicy is back. Juicy chicken covered in a crispy, spicy coating plus cheese and sizzling bacon. Order the Cheese and Bacon McSpicy at Macca's today. Available after 10.30am for a limited time. For Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Make your house a home with Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Live on SEM, you're listening to the Goldfields Football League. And the Roos are on the rebound here. Clark with the left foot. Goal looking here from Clark. It is. And he loved it. He's dangerous when he gets on that left foot. He's Dylan Clark. Who goes now to Paulson, who's on a half-forward line. Half-forward flank, the right side. He's got a runner who he sees. Might have been Cam Grover on the right foot kick here to goal. It's an open goal script. It bounces through. And it's a minor score for the Tigers. Whitehead's kick is a big one. Goes to the goals in the best of fashions for the Ruse. Whitehead's second this afternoon. And there we go. That is Whitehead who has two. And Dylan Clark also has two this afternoon. A big kick from Clark. Managed to uh, get through a couple. And then in the end... Uh, went through but he had another attempt Clark where he kicked it from a beautiful range out actually about 60 odd metres and the burly had a mind of its own just on that last few blades of grass it said no I'm not going to bounce left and go for the goal I am going to bounce right and become uh, absolutely nothing so he's got two this afternoon Dylan Clark he's been very good the Savo Ricky Whitehead has two which leads Kangas to 4-5-29 the Tigers 2-3-15 with goals to Jake Newich from one right in front both the uh, goals for the uh, Tigers coming in that second quarter too by the way 
and Andrew Higgins as well from a running goal. He received the hand pass from Newwich and Gold to the hospital end. It's been a very interesting game this afternoon. A lot of pressure from the Roos. They brought it at half at half time. They've got a lead at the moment of 14 points. They also led at quarter time. It was one goal, four to one behind at quarter time this afternoon here at uh, Sir Richard Moore as well. So there's been a, uh, a couple of uh, occasions where the, uh, the, the Roos have looked extremely dangerous, but then on the other side of it, the Tigers have just held them back just enough. It's been a big arm wrestle in particular for both teams across their, their backs at the moment. We're seeing the backs play very high from the uh, the Tigers, but for the Roos on the other side of things, they've got some really good presence from players like Cuba Garlett at the moment, who's having a really good game alongside uh, Tyrese Clark, who started to pop up towards that last bit of that uh, that second quarter and joined by Dylan Clark this afternoon, who has got the best on ground, thanks to Kennedy's Flooring and uh, the crew at Kennedy's, the Flooring and Blinds crew, who are on Hammond Street, uh, bringing you a game of a game best of the day, and good to see Colin Rule, who's in the uh, grandstand this afternoon He's got the uh, got the warm coffee going at the same time. He gives us the thumbs up over there as well. He knows that we're talking about him, and he's also having a look at what's going on, po- pointing out a few different bits and pieces. Brendan Simpson, you're in the rooms for the uh, Tigers, mate. What was the feeling like there? They went off a little bit up and about, and even though they're down by 14 points. Yeah, no, they, they, they were very clear and very uh, it was very obvious to them. Not only Aaron Sweet, the coach, but the playing group, that they're, that they're a long way off, off the mark of where they want to be at. Uh, I think they were, they're going to take that they're only 14 points down. Yep. Uh-huh. They'll take that margin, considering where they think they're at in regards to effort. Uh, and, yeah, they're just not rewarding each other. Mate, you've got, uh, you've got to catch your breath after a big, uh, <laughs> a big I, I run bolted the up. Back. I bolted up the stairs. I didn't want to leave you hanging. <laughs> it's all right, mate. We were just going through where we saw the game this afternoon in uh, Cuba Garlett, Dylan Clark, and coming into his own into that particular quarter was Tyrese Clark as well. Got down to Kanga's rooms as well and oh, had right. a bit of a listening in, in there. And uh, they very much highlighted, which we had, we had picked up on, the back six effort. Uh, they're setting up a lot of play. All of their forward thrust is certainly coming from that back six. And, uh, yeah, they were pretty happy with themselves in regards to uh, set up, reading the play, switching it out and actually getting momentum from that back six. Yeah, Rob, you've just been down to uh, the little men's room, so you didn't really get too much out of that one, mate. So you just had a quick toilet break. But yep. uh, just continuing on that discussion as well, your highlight in probably the first quarter on how Hams and Garlet were linking up has probably been pretty much where where the uh, the Roos have seen their advantage at the moment. Yeah, that's right. And, and with ball in hand, like I say, it's pretty important. You, you know, you've got to hit your targets. And those two boys have done that with that, you know, they've repelled out of that back half. Dylan Clark coming to his own then, he brought his own footy, um, and like uh, Simo said, he, 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 he was in the middle, he went to half back and then pushed himself forward and kicked a couple of big goals, so, uh, uh, and late in that quarter as well, Ty Clark started coming to the game as well, so Kangas have set themselves up for a, uh, yeah, an inter- interesting second half, I think uh, if they keep going the way they are, they put themselves in a good position to win this game. One big, one big, uh, one big player for me has, and he is very big in stature. But Angus, he mm. has dominated in the middle. Um, I, I, he's he's been through all of the big boys up against him in opposition, yep. and I think he's dominated most of them. He's lost a couple of taps here and there, but the centre clearance work. Uh, I'd say Madden, Madden's definitely would be leading the way in terms of on ground for centre clearances, and most of that's come on the back of the tap work from the big fella. It's been interesting where Varian's been moved to as well. He was down back for a little while for a bit of a chop out, then also obviously he's been on ball, and I think he might have even popped up in that first quarter somewhere forward too. So mm. um, there's, the, the magnets have been moved around quite extensively by Tarantinsky. 
They've definitely had to reshuffle and reshape. I think it depends on what boulder have on ball. When they go and throw the bigger bodies on there, I think we've seen like Stephen Simpson and some other bigger lads in regards to stature from Kangas go in there just to try and, as Rob referred to during that quarter when we saw the big boys go inside the game for Boulder, they were trying to clear some paths and that was when we started to see a bit more of that overlap run because they were actually making way for uh, some good inside 50 attack. But yeah, that was when we saw some a bit of, bit of change up. We saw Varian go push forward. We saw Dylan Clark go to half back. We just saw a little bit of shuffle and change from Kangas, but it's been... it's very much been played on their terms in regards to that stop start they've been happy to hold it up bottle the bottle the footy up get contested across half back then they can release mount their challenge and then try and get deep inside 50. boys we'll take a break and clear that our other commitments at the moment from sir richard moore sports arena at half time we're back with the third quarter in just a few moments it's 4 5 29 the ruse they're up against the tigers 2 3 15. for harvey norman kalgoorlie Make your house a home with Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Live on SEN, you're listening to the Goldfields Football League. They're back. Spicy Chicken McNuggets with a crispy, mouth-wateringly spicy coating. Get them before they're gone. Again. Order Spicy Chicken McNuggets at Macca's today. Available for a limited time. Hot, hot body you've ever seen Rain comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Install the rain Install the rain Install the rain Install the rain Ask your plumber for Ream Australia's number one The race for the top eight is tight and this weekend, your AFL record is jam-packed with the 24-page match day section, plus fans can enjoy the selected teams and player lists. In our Round 16 edition, we profile the seven new inductees who have been added to the Australian Football Hall of Fame. Plus, plus. don't miss Answer Man with our stats experts, player profiles, kids page and more. Brought to you by Signet. Power every moment with Signet. The AFL record, Round 16, print edition. Just $6 at all venues. It's Tyre Power's big winter safety sale. Get better grip and a safer drive this winter with a new set of Falcon Eco Run tyres from Tyre Power. Right now you can buy three and get one free on Falcon ZX ZE310R Eco Run tyres for passenger and selected SUV vehicles. That's buy three and get one free on selected Falcon tyres, but only at Tyre Power and only until the end of July. Get the power of a safer drive this winter. Visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 for your local independent owner. Are you looking for an incredible internet or mobile deal? Look no further. With Mate, you can try a new plan for just $1. Yes, you heard it right. Just $1. Use promo code TRYMATE when you sign up for a new Mate internet or mobile plan and get your first month of standard service for only $1. Why wait? Make the switch to Mate. Visit letsbemates.com.au or search Mate online and sign up today. Terms and conditions apply. Visit letsbemates.com.au for full details. This season, I've got my eye on the team in orange. Signet, a very powerful unit. I love what the Signet laptop power bank brings. A-grade midfielder, capable of doing all the grunt work. We'll charge all day. Bring all your devices into the game, including laptops. And then you've got your ever-reliable Signet Apple and Android charging cables. The perfect wingman linking all your devices to Signet products for a seamless charge. Let me tell you, on game day, you can't go past the 
Orange team. Power every moment with Signet. Available at major retailers and signet.com. All right, I'm going to the bar. We'll be back in a tick. Seriously? They just bounced the ball, mate. Wait till quarter time. Oh, won't be long this time. Spending more time queuing for drinks than watching the game? You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Explore Karajimi National Park on this new fun Go West tour. With experienced guides, you'll discover the ancient gorges and spectacular scenery. Travel on 4x4 buses into the four corners of the National Park and leave your troubles behind at camp. If you're flying into the Pilbara, you can book airport transport services to Karajimi as well. We have you covered with safe, fun and memorable experiences in the Karajimi National Park with Go West Tours. Visit gowesttours.com.au The Cheese and Bacon McSpicy is back. Juicy chicken covered in a crispy, spicy coating. Plus cheese and sizzling bacon. Order the Cheese and Bacon McSpicy at Macca's today. Available after 10.30am for a limited time. For Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Make your house a home with Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Live on SEM, you're listening to the Goldfields Football League. We are back here at Sir Richard Moore and Kangas are on the attack very quickly as Madden receives and goes inside 50 for a big kick. Here's Tangata, takes a mark just inside and a very early start within the first seven seconds for a forward entry here for the Ruse. So Tangata in the three this afternoon. He's dropped the four, but he's got this one on the left. It's not bad. Goes to the square. Couldn't quite be taken there by Stevens and Boulder on the counter-attack very quickly now. Newich, who's down back. Wow, that's an interesting one. I'll come back to the two lads in commentary with us this afternoon, Rob Hanson and Brendan Simpson, to see if they've spotted anything else that's out of the ordinary yeah. since halftime. Yeah, Newich started in the middle along with uh, Toby Hawkins, who plays down back for Boulder. So they made a few changes, Boulder, and Alex Peach has gone forward. Right, so uh, 43 seconds into this third quarter, and our Golden City Motors scoreboard has the ruse up by 14 with the ball in some momentum towards the Tigers' goal. Goal, but onto it this afternoon. Cuba Garlett sees it out. Will for a boundary throw in. A little bit of wind picking up slightly. You might hear that in our effects spikes this afternoon coming towards the grandstand. Hopefully that brings a bit of play this way because it normally favours the clock tower. Gets a better view than what we do here in the Rex Mitchell. Ball comes back in. Interesting ruck contest out of this one. Higgins puts it on his boot. It's a high one on this occasion. Ball, big pack form sounded there. The ball goes free. Here's Taylor across the last line of defence. Kick wasn't quite there. Clark, though, did take that very well. Tyrese Clark, he's got the hand pass. Goes to Hams. Hams has got four to deal with on his alone. But here comes Tangata, who comes running at the ball right on the wing, and he receives it with hooks. Kicks inside. Gets to Varian. Took, took the mark, although uh, hit the ground. Simpson peeled off from that pack. Simpson's on... 50, crosses over, was looking for Stevens, but chopped off on the last line there. Coming across was uh, in the 18 this afternoon, Jude Myers, who gets a goal, and they get around him. That must be Myers' first goal. Uh, very poor checking here by Boulder at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I don't quite understand. Uh, I heard I heard, uh, heard them talking about man on and, and making sure there was pressure on the ball carrier. 
at the moment there is very little man checking going on by the uh, yellow jumpers. Yeah, and out of that one, I think Stevens was probably robbed of that one, but uh, Jude Myers did get that one very well and saluted for his first goal. I think it's his debut season for the Roos in the league team, so he picks that one up and it gets a goal for them. Yeah, that uh, attack was uh, from the half-back line and Boulder didn't touch the footy at all. Mm. Set up by who again, Rob, after that receival? Yeah, Hamsey. No, Garlet on that far side. That's correct. Yep. You <laughs> <laughs> were just testing us. <laughs> Ball's back in the middle, contesting Iraqis Hawkins against Angus. All wrapped up and holding the ball there with the Tigers. And that was Sam Burge underneath the bottom of that one. So the ball comes out now. Madden, his kick goes to the feet of Simpson. In his back there was Polson. All lined up and they've picked it up on the half-back line here for the Tigers. But uh, it is the Roos who have the advantage of space at the moment. We're a goal side of the Roos. Just out from their 50 side. Clark's looming dangerous in there. Bogensberger puts it to boot. Goes to the one-on-one contest with Stevens. Couldn't quite take it on this occasion. Whitehead gets all wrapped up. Some good pressure there from the Tigers' defence out of, uh, it might have been Hawkins. A little bit far to see his number. And we'll get a ball up about 15 metres out from the Ruse goal hospital end. Big fisting across there from Hawkins. Gets some ground. And the Tigers try to get some momentum out of this one. Here's Taylor. Gets it across to Varian. Arches the back. Varian goes to ground. There's a lot of pressure. Peach is in there as well. He goes down. Garlet's in there too. Ball comes out of this one. What does it do? Goes the way of Varian who picks the pocket there of the Boulder Tiger. Ball comes out here now. Higgins, he's been pretty electric as he gets it to Grover. Goes inside 50. Here's Gillett. Reads the play. He's got a body to work with. In there and some assistance is Martin. Just ball watching at the moment. Martin applies some pressure on Hams and we'll get a ball up. Not quite well read there from Martin, you would think, with uh, his, his experience. Uh, he just got caught a little bit on, on the hop. He got wrong stepped, and uh, I think he thought it was going to tumble forward a little bit faster, but the ground might have shifted underneath him too. As you said, there's been a bit of rain around. <laughs> the ball is back into the orbit. Still a, a whole stack of players in on this Great one. tap by Clark. Clark gained some ground, got it to Madden. Bogensberger, fast side. Down the line, McGowan was a target. So too was Jude Myers. But it's Bishop who runs onto it. He's got some Tigers if he comes grandstand side, and he does. And they can do a bit of a switch-up of play here. And that's with Darcy Crook. Sam Burge. He's got a rat's tail, Sam Burge. Here he is. Yeah. Hey, I didn't know that before. <laughs> right, right in front of the Kangas interchange. So he's got the zinc and the rat star to Sammy Burge. He goes inside the square. He's got a marking target through there to pick up, and that was Crook. Crook goes towards Newwich. Newwich reads it well, turns around. Newwich off of Garlett, plays on kicks towards the goal. Newwich, it's a big one, but it's just to the right side of the goals, and it's a minor score. 2-4-16, It is a lead at the moment of the tune of 19 points to the Ruse on the Golden City Motors scoreboard. The best never rests. Dangerous kick in from Hams. But it went to Varian and back to Hams. When I say dangerous, it was just hitting the target. Oh, Crook could have seen that one. Could have been taken out there, but coming out and being taken by without the ball was Haynes. Ball spills out of this one. Here's the rat's tail in Burge. Ball comes out here with Simpson, though. Simpson gets some clear air. 
And he's got a man there all by himself. Gets it across to Whitehead. Whitehead was in there as well. No one fought to this one, but looming dangerous is Dylan Clark. In there was Stevens. Clark's that man who runs onto the ball. Could have been tackled without it was. Free kick to Dylan Clark. He found some space, Clark, this afternoon. He's got his own paddock, let alone his own burly. And he has got the ball. He could kick it from here with his left foot, but he goes for a centering kick. He's got no one there. Stevens was running onto it absolute disgraceful defence from the Tigers that Aaron Sweet would not be happy with. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how uh, how Michael Stevens ended up with that much space inside 50 when the, when the release was only from just outside 60 on a 45, but Full credit to Dylan Clark. That was a that was a sensational centering uh, left shoe. And his his run though down that wing was was good. He went. No one had him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. There's a work rate difference going on here. There's a higher work rate coming out of the black and white jumpers, and not a whole lot coming from the yellow and blacks. That's correct. Kangas Kangas are coming out fired up here. So Stevens is kicking from about 40 metres out. He's got that little skip. Goes to the right foot on this one. Stevens dead eyed dick straight through the middle. And Stephen goes and remonstrates with Newwich on the way through. It might have been, uh, was it Polson? I get them all confused this afternoon. No, they're the tennis ball yellows, yeah. mate. Okay, yeah. so it is Newwich. And uh, that kicks the ruse away to their biggest margin so far. 6-5-41, 2-4-16 here on the scoreboard thanks to Golden City Motors. What do you reckon, Rob? Do you reckon Michael just uh, let, let Jake know that that went through the post then? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit was said there and a little bit of remonstration, but... Uh, yeah, and uh, deservedly so. I mean, and, um, they've come out fired up, and he's just letting uh, Jake know that, uh, yeah, they're going to be on their ball here. So change out in the ruck as well for this quarter. Hasn't changed up with Toby Hawkins rucking against Angus. Ball comes out, though, with Madden again. He gets some leather onto it, onto his boot. Butterfield gets the hand pass. He saw a free man there in McGowan. McGowan goes inside 50, almost pedestrian light for the ruse, although the Tigers' defence win on this occasion. Here is Poulsen. Paulson's got it on that far side of Sir Richard Moore, but Madden manages to chop it off and we'll get a boundary throw in. It's been an interesting quarter. Eight minutes travelled in this third term for Golden City Motors. 6-5-41, The Roos have come to play. The Tigers have not awoken. Boundary throw in. The first national real estate already this afternoon, thanks to Golden City Motors. Hannah's Marketplace by Foodworks. We've got a big margin here, the biggest margin of the day, as Butterfield is pinged for holding the ball. And we'll get a free kick to Connor Maris. So Maris on that outer wing. This is just chaos footy at the moment, isn't it? Kicks it down the line. It was an ugly kick. The boundary line's there. The boundary umpire says, give it to me. Gaining probably 50-odd metres, but... Jeez, there's just players going everywhere. It's all just in this middle part of the ground, isn't it? Yeah, Kanga's just set back, uh, or put a few players back behind the ball there, and um, Boulder's not uh, working to space and providing some options there, and they were forced to kick wide and end up going out of bounds. So boundary throw in his back. Bartell gets it to Paulson. He takes a bounce, Paulson tries to get around and get a better angle. Goes and finds Hooks. Hooks went through his breadbasket. He hooks his kick. He's got Gillett. He's deep. Gillett's there. And Zappelli, in probably his best game as a backman, Zappelli today, has applied a little bit of pressure and sees that over for a minor score. He's done well, Zappelli, the young fellow. He's had some big assignments in 2023. And this afternoon, he has done very well down back for the Roos. Hams. He's just in front of the shadows of the Railways Club rooms. He's got to play on now. Goes down to a pack forming. 
Bogensberger goes up. Ball spills out of this one. Maris is in there. Shrugs off Butterfield. Gets it across now. Here's Crook. He's got someone deep in there, and that's Martin, the veteran. He's got an open goal square to kick with, but it's Gillett who's there. Gets one over for the Tigers. Jeez, it looked a little bit rushed at occasions there, didn't it? But uh, Gillett just probably took the better of the angles after Cuba Garlett came across. Garlett probably... Uh, a little bit of a blight for his afternoon there. Probably should have applied a bit more pressure, but in the end it was Gillett who gold. Yeah, always hard to try and defend there when you're that overlap. Mm. Um, yeah, just desperate on that last line and just missed it. And uh, it was probably one of Tommy's easiest goals for the year. That right on the goal line. That is his 47th goal. Sorry, his 48th goal for the season. We've reduced the margin back to 18 points. 6-5-41 for Golden City Motors on Boulder Road. Boulder, 3-5-23. Nice little bit of niggle here between uh, Williams and Madden as umpire Tullick puts it into the orbit. Ball comes out of this one. Madden gets the answer out of that one because he gets the clearance. Whitehead runs onto it, but it goes over his head. Jude Myers is there. Could have been holding the ball. I don't know how he got rid of it. Might not have even had it on his possession, but I think it was more of a tap. Ball comes now to Paulson. Paulson's probably picked up a little bit in this quarter for the Tigers. He's kicked down the line to Bartell. Over the back there was Garlett, though. He read it well. Garlett's kick was pinpoint accuracy to uh, Connor Lally. Ball ends up, though, in the forward line here to Myers. He gets around, spins on an occasion, shot on goal. It's a minor score. 19 points the margin here at Sir Richard Moore. Not quite sure what happened then, but obviously Whitehead came out like a bull at a gate through the uh, corridor there attacking the footy. He's uh, pulled up very ginger. There's some sort of leg injury. I'm not sure if he went over his ankle or he's done a hamstring, but something's yeah, there. There's a little bit gingerness there. And Morris also won't be taking further part in the game for the Ruse too, we've since heard. So Boulder on the last line of defence. If they get another injury out of Whitehead, they're down to two rotations, the Ruse, and they probably won't enjoy that one. Ball now comes to a pack that forms. Read it well. Crook in front of the shadows. Well, he's in the shadows of the grandstand. Sorry, the, the Ruse club rooms. Game's getting on a little bit. Over the back of the pack is Martin. He's got to put the Jets on. He's got a couple to deal with. In fact, there's all Tigers around him. Crosses over to the 50. Cammy Grover. He's running off of Chambers. Grover's kick, though, goes left. He's not happy with it, Grover. You wouldn't be, obviously, if it's a minor score when you had a goal square, which was all free. Over the, over the years, Cam Grover has been absolutely exceptional by foot. He'll be very disappointed with our finish. 18 points back to the margin. It's a three-goal margin here at Sir Richard Moore with what would be a depleted Ruse lineup should Whitehead not take no further part in the game this afternoon. I think he's still out there, though, is he? Or is no, he come he's, come off? he's come off. So ball's in the Ford 50 here for the Tigers. Cornbutt Chambers is all wrapped up, goes to ground, and we're about uh, 15 metres out, maybe 20 metres out from the goal at the railway station end of Sir Richard Moore. That's the way the Tigers are going at the moment. They're down by 18. Ball up. Peach contesting the ruck with Angus. Ball spills out of this one. Paulson gets rid of one. Paulson puts it on the right foot. Paulson. It's the all-clear given from the umpire. There was a whistle in there as well, but the all-clear is all good. Paulson gets one this afternoon, and we're back to 12 points. It's a two-goal margin. Have the Tigers awoken this afternoon at Sir Richard Moore? Jeez, he's a beast of a thing, this, this Paulson. Have a look at him. 
huge in stature, moves across the ground well. Hopefully from here, you'd like to expect, as you've said, Kangas are now down probably two rotations with a, with a bit of a depleted bench there. It would certainly be Boulder's turn to uh, ring the changes, plenty of high rotations and uh, keep everyone fresh. And they should be able to make amends and dent this scoreboard here and peg it back. So Peach out forward at the moment. Newich comes, he was on the bench, Newich, and he's come back into the middle after some conversation with uh, Aaron Sweet. We've had Jude Myers, who's popped up down forward for the ruse and probably uh, saluted with one or two. I think he might have come to the bench as well. And we've got a nice little ding-dong in the middle here between Higgins and uh, Varian. In terms of just that nice little clean shove, Varian gets it on this occasion. And <laughs> Although on the return comes Higgins, and he was taken high. And we'll get a free kick. And I like this little bit of argy-bargy that's going on in these centres at the moment this afternoon. Oh, that's a, that's a, that is almost a Nathan Lyon special off the boot. It's with Hooks. He goes forward. He's got Gillett to go up for a mark who takes it nicely. Almost where the 50 intersects, the, intersects with the boundary. And Gillett this afternoon, he's only got one. He's looking to take the kick here. So Gillett with no one on the railway's balcony to give him anything. They're all taking on Campbell this afternoon out in Campbell. They haven't had an updated score from there just yet, but we'll look for one. Is your trucks making a bit of a noise at the moment in the background too, Rob? Yeah, the boys are uh, busy. As Gillett takes a big kick. This is a big kick from Gillett that goes over the line of the goals. It smacks Ivo to Silva, the goal umpire on the noggin. It's a falcon off the goal umpire, but we do receive a goal there to Gillett and the Tigers. And out of that too, there's a player who's gone down. It might have been Brett Patterson out of that one, who went up high. He hit the ground pretty hard there. Yeah, and, uh, a bit ginger to get up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it is a goal, and we are back to a six-point margin. Kangas started this quarter, uh, the first five minutes, uh, with a little bit of uh, intensity, and um, that sort of dropped away now. I think Boulder's, it's their turn, and um, they've, uh, yeah, put a couple of scores on the board, and it's tightened right up now. 6-6-42, 5-6-36, tightening up from a 19-point margin, being the biggest margin of the afternoon so far. And that comes back to a one-goal straight kick advantage to the Roos. They've been good this afternoon, the Roos, but the Tigers have started to lift in this, the third quarter. It's in the middle of Sir Richard Moore with Hawkins contesting that ruck, and he gets a big clearing kick here. This will be a big tail for the Tigers as Peach goes down and picks it up. He gets it to boot in the end. Very smart play from him. Going up, trying to pull it down was uh, the Tigers. It might have been Newich in that occasion. No, it wasn't because he doesn't have the fluoro-coloured boots. Hams spins around on himself, and he's got Bogensberger on that far side. Bogensberger's kick goes down the line, but picked up well by the Tigers. And a very good mark taken. I think it might be Hamilton. Hawkins. 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 Been a great been a great move by Hawkins into the ruck. He actually has done really, really well against Big Angus. So it's just a bit of kick to kick as Patterson picks it up. Ball just didn't quite make it to Tyrese Clark. His kick goes to Garlett. Looking good here. He's got targets everywhere. Madden's one of those as he goes laterally just before the centre. They're still uh, backwards of centre at the moment. Uh, the Ruse. Moving over to that far side and picked up by Wallace. Wallace with the boundary line close. You can read the clock tower time at the moment. Goes down the line. Angus created a bit, but uh, out of bounds. And we'll get a boundary throwing in a contest with Angus. We're about to see how big, big 
Angus's motor actually is. He's been unchanged through the middle there, and obviously, yeah, he's not going to get too many more rotations for the rest of this game either. So a couple of big men in that one was Newich and also Hamilton. Paulson is onto this one as well. Gets it on his own, then gets a little bit of space. Peach couldn't quite take the mark. He's a big man to go down, but he managed to take the ball down, couldn't quite take it cleanly enough. Ball's on half back at the moment for the Ruse. Bogensberger across to Clark as we are 18 minutes into this third quarter. Clark just quite lost at the moment for the first time this afternoon. He's got Bogensberger, goes in that direction, goes down the line. Couldn't quite be picked up by Angus. Ball comes out of this one with Newich. Big kick from Newich to the centering part of the 50. Couldn't quite pick up a mark out of that one. Zappelli, who's been good this afternoon. A high tackle there. Could have been against Patterson. It was. And a free kick to the Ruse. As there's a uh, fairly large amount of people who's out there applying a fair bit of uh, crowd interaction. The kick was intercepted, though. It was a terrible one. Higgins has got it. Higgins gets it to boot. Goes towards Gillett. Gillett takes the mark well off of Zappelli. Zillett, uh, Gillett gets it around and scores are all locked up here at Sir Richard Moore. 6-6 six, six apiece on the Golden City Motors scoreboard. Almost into time on in this third quarter. No surprises, Glennie. There's been a, a fair bit more ball control from Boulder. Um, obviously, they've really, really removed the footy from the hands of uh, Kanga's half-back line. As we'd called in the first half, that half-back line had, uh, had really been setting the play up for them and, and, and driving it forward. But, yeah, ball, more ball in hand for Boulder Tigers. A little bit more over that run. They've been working a lot harder off the ball, a lot more pressure on the Kanga's ball carriers. And now we're starting to see the scoreboard go their way. Uncle Allen's just sent us a score in from Cambelda. Halfway through the third, Railways 9-5, Cambelda 5-3. As we're all tied up here at Sir Richard Moore at the moment, almost into time on. Ball's up in the air. Here comes Madden, gets the clearance. He's always pretty good, Madden, to get that clearance. Takes two bounces, gets the half-forward line, goes into Stevens. Couldn't quite take the mark, Stevens. Gets around. He's got a couple to deal with. Could be holding the ball, nothing doing. Madden picks it up, gets it cutely around the corner. Simpson's there as well, sees it out. A couple of metres around from that behind post, scoreboard side, and we'll get a ball in. Big afternoon of footy this afternoon. All tied up here at Sir Richard Moore into time on now in this third quarter on the Golden City Motors scoreboard. The best never rest at Golden City Motors down there on Boulder Road. They've got the big brands down there at Golden City Motors. Ball's back into play. Nothing doing out of this one, but we're pretty tight to Kangas at the moment in terms of them kicking to the hospital end. And we're about 30 metres out with the ball up. Lenny Ricky Whitehead's just trying to get warm on the back on the bench here. Big punch out of this one. Bet to punch on. Not with players, but more so with the ball. Just let me clarify. There's been a few of those in the last couple of weeks in the GFL, but nothing out of that one. It was all the ball. And Dylan Clark goes to ground as we get a ball in about 10 metres around. Rob Hansen's probably wishing he was at home in front of the fire at the moment. <laughs> it's a big cold. It would be nice. <laughs> but you got to love local footy, mate. It's, uh, it's a cracking contest. We've got to, you know, scores all even and uh, games on the line. So Paulson manages to get a hand pass across the top. Newich is in there as well. Ball comes out of this one, though, for the ruse. The kick, though, is chopped off by Boulder's defenders. As we've seen, a uh, quick one here. Free kick to Hooks. Hooks. His head was almost taken off there by Clark. Just going for the ball. And we'll see the Tigers move it out on that far side. Peach, a target out of that one. Ball comes out of that one. Well done, Tyrese Clark. Really well read. great efforts there. There is indeed as it comes out now. Jordan Madden's in there. So too is Clark. And Wallace is not far away as well. 
and just, we'll get a ball in. Just for the listeners there, Glenn, that was a pretty pretty decent effort on the footy there by Torres Clark. He was very aerial on a spoil and then hit the ground running and laid a, laid a very, very fierce tackle to hold that up. Kangas could be down to one. Maxi Taylor getting some more attention on the bench as well. Madden runs onto a ball in as the ball trickles out. 22 minutes played in this third quarter here at Sir Richard Moore. Scores are all tied up at halftime. It was 4-5-29 to 2-3-15. It was a 14-point lead to the Roos. They also kicked one very early on in that uh, in this quarter, I should say, to be out to about a 20-point lead. But that was has been reeled in, obviously, by the Tigers. Things are all locked up at the moment as we've got a couple of passages to play on that far side. Whitehead's looking to come back on. It's just moving around on that interchange at the moment. Yeah, he's ball trying in. to get that leg loose. Yep. Yeah. Ball in. Madden gets it to boot. Goes inside 50 for the ruse, but well done by Hooks. He's been reading it well today. By hook or by crook. They can do it, the Tigers, this afternoon. That's exactly what they do. They move it on that far side. Newich receives. He's got the, uh, the last few moments of this third quarter to deal with with a couple of options. He's probably two kicks away from an inside 50. Goes down towards Peach being the direction. Patterson was in there. He read it better. Got the play now with Hams. Dodges around a couple. Dosey does Centering kick to Bogensberger at centre-half forward. Sorry, centre-half back. Opposite centre-half forward. That's good. Chambers now all by himself right in front of us is not Mark. It's Tom. Tom McGowan picks it up. Takes a bounce. Tom McGowan on his left goes in. You would say the sirens only minutes away. It was to a big pack forming. Nothing coming out of this one. Tangata's in there. McGowan gets his own ball out of this one. Goes to ground. Sammy Burge goes in there. The rat-tailed one. Out comes Chambers. His kick went to uh, could have been Vary in there. Hand passes across now though. McGowan done a whole stack of work to get a goal. But he unlocks the stalemate with a behind. 6-7-43. 6-6-42 in the shadows of three-quarter time as the Tigers work it out of defence. Newich's kick Big one down the line to Maris Marrick. on the Marrick, far yeah. side. Mark and Wallace boundary throw in. Spoil. Very good, good, spoil. good result there. So boundary throw in. 24 played in this third quarter with about 30 seconds left to go and six goals kicked in the term. Boundary throw in. The big man gets it, but Paulson is there to clean it up. Paulson gets the clearance. He's got Martin. Martin will need to move it on quickly. I'm not sure if he knows how much time's left, Martin. And we'll let the siren tell the tale. He didn't know anything at all about what was going on. A good quarter from the Tigers. They trail by one point. The Roos have got a couple of injury concerns as we swing for home. The last quarter coming your way from Sir Richard Moore in about four and a half minutes. For Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Make your house a home with Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Live on SEN, you're listening to the Goldfields Football League. They're back. Spicy Chicken McNuggets with a crispy, mouth-wateringly spicy coating. Get them before they're gone. Again. Order Spicy Chicken McNuggets at Macca's today. Available for a limited time. Ask your plumber for Ream, Australia's number one. 
The race for the top eight is tight, and this weekend your AFL record is jam-packed with the 24-page match day section, plus fans can enjoy the selected teams and player lists. In our Round 16 edition, we profile the seven new inductees who have been added to the Australian Football Hall of Fame. Plus, plus. don't miss Answer Man with our stats experts, player profiles, kids page and more. Brought to you by Signet. Power every moment with Signet. The AFL record, round 16, print edition. Just $6 at all venues. It's Tyre Power's big winter safety sale. Get better grip and a safer drive this winter with a new set of Falcon Eco Run tyres from Tyre Power. Right now, you can buy three and get one free on Falcon ZX ZE310R Eco Run tyres for passenger and selected SUV vehicles. That's buy three and get one free on selected Falcon tyres, but only at Tyre Power and only until the end of July. Get the power of a safer drive this winter. Visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191 for your local independent owner. Are you looking for an incredible internet or mobile deal? Look no further. With Mate, you can try a new plan for just $1. Yes, you heard it right. Just $1. Use promo code TRYMATE when you sign up for a new Mate internet or mobile plan and get your first month of standard service for only $1. Why wait? Make the switch to Mate. Visit letsbemates.com.au or search mate online and sign up today. Terms and conditions apply. Visit letsbemates.com.au for full details. This season, I've got my eye on the team in orange. Signet, a very powerful unit. I love what the Signet laptop power bank brings. A-grade midfielder, capable of doing all the grunt work. We'll charge all day. Bring all your devices into the game, including laptops. And then you've got your ever-reliable Signet Apple and Android charging cables. The perfect wingman linking all your devices to Signet products for a seamless charge. Let me tell you, on game day, you can't go past the Orange team. Power every moment with Signet. Available at major retailers and Signet.com. All right, I'm going to the bar. We'll be back in a tick. Seriously? They just bounced the ball, mate. Wait till quarter time. Oh, won't be long this time. Spending more time queuing for drinks than watching the game? You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Explore Karajimi National Park on this new fun Go West tour. With experienced guides, you'll discover the ancient gorges and spectacular scenery. Travel on 4x4 buses into the four corners of the National Park and leave your troubles behind at camp. If you're flying into the Pilbara, you can book airport transport services to Karajimi as well. We have you covered with safe, fun and memorable experiences in the Karajimi National Park with Go West Tours. Visit Go West tours.com.au The Cheese and Bacon McSpicy is back. Juicy chicken covered in a crispy, spicy coating plus cheese and sizzling bacon. Order the Cheese and Bacon McSpicy at Macca's today. Available after 10.30am for a limited time. Cheers. For Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Make your house a home with Harvey Norman Kalgoorlie. Live on SEN, you're listening to the Goldfields Football League. 6 7 6 6 It's a one-point lead at the moment to the Roos as we swing to the final quarter here at Sir Richard Moore Sports Arena this afternoon. And Newwich in the middle paddles it around as some advantage. Kicks it forward very quickly towards Gillett. Goes to ground that ball and is 
corralled there, as it has been on several occasions this afternoon, done by Kyle Hams. He gets it forward, though, on that outer wing. Hooks is onto it at the moment, and the boundary line will beat Hooks, and we'll get a boundary throw-in. Rob Hanson, Brendan Simpson joining us in some commentary this afternoon from Sir Richard Moore here on SEN, our footy coverage. Thanks to Harvey Norman Goldfields. And, lads, how do we look turning for home? Yeah, well, other than being out there feeding the polar bears, it's um, been a pretty good display of, of footy. We've had Kangas doing really well in the uh, in the first half. They've slowed down a little bit, had a few injury concerns. It was a great quarter by, by Boulder in the third. Premiership quarter, I'd suggest they might have set themselves up. OK, ball's back yep. into play. Rob, I'll come to you for some comments in a minute. But, wow, pick that up very nicely. Bronson Bishop this afternoon. Hooks up to another junior product out of the Tigers in uh, Connor Maris, actually. It's not an Oz. I thought it was Hooks. But then here is a junior product in Jack Martin. Picked it up. Got me out of some trouble there, Jackie. As you go inside, 50 for a kick towards Gillett. Went it well, Gillett. Couldn't quite take it. Peach. In fact, it's Peach, it is. Gets it on his left. Peach hits the post. And we're back to an all-square game of 6-7 apiece. Rob Hanson. How do we go turning for home now, mate? We've got yeah, it all, all locked uh, up. Yeah, like Simo said, the third quarter is a premiership quarter and Boulder put all their big guns in the middle. I like uh, Higgins in the middle as well. He's played a good role. Same as uh, Hawkins, who's, uh, yeah, going up in the rock. Well, rock Peach, against Angus. Peach just used his body effectively against Garlett and his kick goes huge into the square. Gillett read it well, as you can hear that. In the background, it was the Tigers faithful who got up and about as Gillett took a mark. About uh, 20 metres out, he'll go for a kick to the hospital end, which could put the Tigers in front for the first time this afternoon. If He, he just has to kick anything, really, doesn't he? Behind, well, not out on the foot. That, oh, won't, that won't help. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, good, ob- good observation, Glenn. Thank you. Gillett on his runway. He's missed. He's missed it. Doesn't matter. It puts the Tigers in front for the first time this afternoon. 6-8-44 on the Hannitz Marketplace by Foodworks scoreboard. 6-7-43. The Roos, they've been dangerous all afternoon, the Roos, but they just have lacked themselves a little bit on rotation in this last term. Mark Wallace looks like he's out of the game as well, boys. So kick in from Ham. So he likes to play on. He goes, where else but that far side? When I come back in a, in my next life, when I come back as that clock tower, because you see a lot more of the play on that side of the ground than what you do over this side. Now with hooks, he's in the middle of Sir Richard Moore. Just allows himself the time to slow down. He's got all but four players in front of him. Hooks, his kick goes towards Newich. It gets high. Gets it, Newich. Centering kick now to Martin. Went over the top of him to Gillett again. Jack Martin might need to go and get his hearing checked because he has been in a couple of occasions down forward where the read of play hasn't quite been effective. On this occasion, it managed to stick to Gillett's hands, but uh, it uh, just creating more opportunities, I suppose, is good, but knowing where those opportunities need to come from is probably better. Yeah, just those big-bodied, tall fellas coming into the game there. Hawkins on that far side, took the grab from the uh, kick-out from uh, Kangas. Went back to Newich. Newich found Gillett inside the forward 50. Well, he kicked it behind on his last approach. On this approach, what does he do? Gillett, he's got to be tuned in. He loves it. But Gillett loves it as well. It's a seven-point lead now to the Tigers. And they're just starting to finally get things together this afternoon here at Sir Richard Moore a little bit more effectively. That one let out by the big man. Newich has really come into this game this afternoon. He might not be playing that centre-half forward roll or that forward roll. Thrown him into the guts in the third quarter and things have changed dramatically here for the Tigers. 
Yeah, you can just you, at the moment I can, you can just see the sting coming out of the, out of Kangas. They're obviously down some rotations, limited li- limited uh, people to put on from the bench, and you can just start to see the legs starting to wear out. Um, some you got all the big boys in the middle, as as Robbie was saying, for Boulder Tigers, and they're they're, they're doing it well. They're enforcing their way through the game. So we're back in the middle. Four and a half played in this final quarter. Hannon's Market placed by Foodworks just over the bridge. Not far from here, actually. So Richard Moy can stop in there, grab your bread and milk on the way home. As the scoreboard, seven points up for the Tigers. Ruse are not done yet. Tangata picks it up, spins around. He's got Stevens in the, in the 50 to go to as a, a contest. Kick. And he's earned, earned himself a kick, has he? Yep. No, yeah. he got held on, though. Yep. Yep. Definitely got so held on to there. Stevens it is, who's about 40 out. And a free kick to him. Little tug of the jumper there, Rob. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah restricted with that uh, left arm. He couldn't extend that, um, so he, he nearly plucked it with the one arm actually, he and did. then uh, had a second bite it, couldn't get it, and um, he's got a shot from about maybe 45. I'm not going to put the. <laughs> Fairly straight in front. He should he should kick it. All right, Stevens and all eyes are on him. He's kicked already one this afternoon. And Stevens on the runway for this one. He's made it two, and we're back to one point in the margin. Yeah, beautiful kick. So two goals to Stevens, two goals to Whitehead, two goals to Clark, and one to Jude Myers this afternoon for the Ruse. They trail by one point again. It is 7-7-49, the Calgary City Football Club. Boulder City Football Club, 7 8 50 about minus five degrees in the shade for some more statistics thanks to Hannon's Marketplace by Foodworks. I wonder if Foodworks up there at Hannon's sell hot water bottles, Glenn. Though they might do. They might, you might want to stop in for a coffee on the way home or if you're on the way to the basketball tonight. Don't know what book could be colder, Sir Richard Moore or Niels Hansen. <laughs> Here's that battle in the middle again. Here's that little bit of physicality. See what Madden happens out of this one with Madden in the middle. He doesn't get it on this occasion. Tangana gets it. He's taken high. Yeah, a little bit reckless there from Newwich. And uh, Tangana's picked it up. He comes out, grandstand side to McGowan. McGowan turns around. He's got a player by himself, which is Jude Myers, right in front of us. He's already kicked one this afternoon, Myers. He's a long way from home. He's out 60 out. There's a couple of targets inside. A lot of Tigers jumpers in there. Borg just went to the right out of that. Bogensberger couldn't quite bend down and pick it up. Tigers will pick it up, though, on defence, and they'll pick it up and kick the thing. They'll go right up here to the wing. Butterfield's under it. Takes a good mark. Read it well. Elects to play on. Taylor's back onto the ground. Here's Taylor, got the hand pass now to Hams. Hams is right in the centre dot of Sir Richard Moore. Goes out wide, well read to Steve Simpson. Simpson's got it at the moment. They pretty much did a nice big half circle to get it around to Simpson. His kick goes inside and Jude Myers picks it up. Marked by Myers. Jack Varian. Varian, sorry. They look very, very similar. No, they are, and they've one and eight and one and zero. And uh, I know that there's been obviously a change in jumper this afternoon, but they haven't quite. Uh... But you've got Jude Myers coming to the bench here. Great. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Bit tough to pick up. They should have put fluoro pick numbers on the back. Mark Wallace is back on, so they're running some rotations here. Yep, off the bench. And also Connor Lally coming into the game as well. He's into the squad this afternoon. Big kick here from Varian on the goal line. Touched across and we're all squared up here at Sir Richard Moore. 7-8 apiece on the Hannon's Marketplace by Foodworks scoreboard with that Burley just coming back in from uh, Keenan Street. 
Oh, you stopped it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than going on those rocks with your with your studs on, is there? Yeah, yeah, then you got to get back up. Yeah. <laughs> so the kick in will be taken by Softly, and he'll go to Hooks, who just ran out there to the Great Boulder Cricket Club to pick up the footy. Hooks has got to break through some lines here, and he does that. Comes right in front of us. Pack Good forms. Grab. Good mark taken by Newich. Right in front of us. He had all eyes for the ball. He likes to turn around and play on. He's got a couple of options. Bartell was one of those. Ball spilled out of that one with Grover. He goes back Grover to go forward. Now with Hooks, who had a better line of what's coming up. Bartell was the target. And he did it really well. Bartell picked it up. He's got Martin by himself. He attracts some attention. There's a free kick for a push. And that'll go the way of Zapelli. So Gillett just pushed Zapelli on the last line. Here's Cuba Garlett. A kick across for a switch up of play now in front of the Kangas club rooms Corbin Chambers sounds like a law firm Chambers <laughs> down the line pack forms, there's a big man Angus gets up, says it's all mine he hand passes it on to Lally he goes inside 50 towards Stevens. Stevens couldn't quite bring it down Stevens picks right it up, hands. hand passes it across now. Butterfield, there's nothing but ruse all around. Here's Bogensberg all wrapped up, holding the ball. Burge and Crook descended on Bogensberger. And he had absolutely nothing. The rat tail picks it up. Burge gets it across now with Hook. And they managed to get it across to Bartell. He's been good in this quarter. Bartell, he's worn a couple and put himself into some good positions. Here is Boyd. He goes in towards Gillett. Zapelli read it well, but he probably used his body just not quite to the way he could have for a backman, and that's why he went forward with the ball. Gillett stayed back. The ball came back, and we'll get a boundary throw in. Big throw in this one. Let's see how they set up. Uh, good, good opportunity for Boulder to hit the scoreboard and try and steal the lead here. Let's watch for this setup. Boundary throw in about 25 metres round from the Boulder goal. Scoreboard side is where we are at the moment. Ball comes out of this with Big Angus. He gets it to Garlett and Hams. They've hooked up extremely well this afternoon. This has been a good link up for the Roos. And here comes Clark injecting himself. Dylan Clark it is. Big kick. But it's got nothing but a couple of one-on-ones on this one. Tiger's got numbers around the ball. It's Hooks who gets it. He goes to ground. Umpire says, give it to me. Dave Roberts in a good position. He was only about 10 metres away. Jogs in slowly. And is looking to put the ball up. All Jack, tied up at 7 8 a piece 50. Jack Varian did a very good job then. He was two on one. He held that up. So the tack is won there by the Roos. I don't think there was anyone from the, uh, sorry, the, by the Tigers. There was no one from the Roos that went up. Out of bounds on the full could be on that far side. And it's going to be with the Roos. Kegley City Football Club, Boulder City Football Club, all linked up at the moment. Forward entry here was towards Stevens, but dribbled out. And a boundary throw in Hamilton, it was. Dribbled it out. And uh, boundary umpire just getting around there to bring it back into play. We've travelled 11 minutes in this quarter. One goal a piece kicked after we were just the one-point margin at three-quarter time in favour of the Ruse. Boulder up by seven points earlier this quarter. Boundary throw in. Ball goes to ground. Tigers got to work it out of defence, and they do that. They go down the line. It's all one-on-ones over there. Here's Will Hayes. 
He picks it up. Goes for a little run. Hayes goes down towards Gillett. Gillett's there, but he's outnumbered by Ruse. He's got the smarts of Hams to deal with. Hams gets about three or four opportunities at it. Turns around on his left, Hams. And it's got Bogensberger that's Great underneath kick. there. Jeez, it was a really good vision. Bogensberger read it well. He just decides to hold it up. Centering kick here to Garlett. He's in the middle of Sir Richard Moore. He's got big Angus. Like the big burgers at the big house. Here comes Angus. Gets it to Clark. Linking up in some good numbers this afternoon. Use him. Clark. He's got Garlett to his right, but he goes inside. He was looking for Stevens. Big pack forms. Nothing comes out of this one. Coming and running onto it is Hamilton. He's in there as well. Hawkins is in there swirling around. Maris is there too. Ball pops out of this one. Here's Dean Hayes. And we'll get a ball in as the ball just beats Hayes. So, all doing over there in that far side at the moment. Hamilton and Stevens is a good battle as it continues on this afternoon. Throw Hawkins into that mix as well, and those defenders are under a lot of pressure for the Tigers. It's Hawkins there who goes into the ruck with Stevens. Ball comes out of there. Bartel's in and under it at the moment. Newich tries to get some free air, and he does. Kicked it. He was probably looking for Dave Roberts to be wearing a boulder jumper, but it was Garlett who corrals it up. Ball goes in towards Whitehead. Couldn't quite take a mark, Whitehead. Ball comes out now with some bolder defenders working well. There's a couple. Burge puts a push on after on the other side. A bit of a screening-like effort, basketball style. Bit of a block as Grover picks it up. Grover's been barked directions from everywhere. It'd feel like a puppy at puppy school at the moment. Ball comes up further down now. They're working it across now slowly. The Tigers with Hayes. Hayes goes towards Burge. Picks up in between the grandstand and the Kangas club rooms. Inside 50 towards Gillett. Takes a mark. Gillett just on 50. He's going to need an option here. There's a little bit of breeze to contend with. It doesn't really look like it's tickling the eucalyptuses too much at the moment. But there is a little bit of something out there. We know because we can feel it here in the Rex Mitchell. Rob Hansen felt it earlier when he called for the jacket, called home. Yes. E.T. style. Yeah, lots snug, lots snug. Well, yeah, a warmer now. <laughs> Gillett's on the runway, goes around the man on the mark, which is Zappelli. Gillett's kick is towards the last line. No mark taken. It's over for a minor score. And that puts the Tigers up by one point with about, you'd say, five and a half minutes to play in this final quarter on the Hannitz Marketplace by Foodworks scoreboard. It's the Tigers up by one. Hams, as he does, likes to go to that left side. Does that. That's the outer side here at Sir Richard Moore. Angus was the target. Paulson picked his pocket. Gets around one. Paulson. He got around the man. Paulson from 50. It's a dart-like kick. Nothing doing out of this one. Martin's in there as well. Popping up is Maris for a shot on goal. He's kicked it. Connor Maris. It was ugly going in, but Maris turned it into a Pavlova. Very simply there, Glenn. There was a fair bit of repeat effort there by Boulder. Wasn't pretty, but they just managed to keep tumbling it inside. 50, repeat effort, repeat effort. Eventually, they hit the scoreboard with a major. Yeah, that was Luke Paulson who was up against the Ruckman, Jordan Angus. He won the one-on-one battle. It was a bit of a chaos ball going into that forward 50. Landed about 20 out. And then, yeah, just scrambled. And Maris was in the right spot and picked it up and snapped it truly. Right. What do the Roos need to do here? They're seven points down, but they've still got a sniff. Uh, I'd suggest a centre clearance would be great, which Big Angus has been doing that all day. So if he can get his hands on the footy here, they might be able to get a quick reply. Okay. 
Yeah, they can't afford to drop their heads. They're still in the contest. So the ball's back in the middle of Sir Richard Moore. There it is. Here's Madden. Gets that clearance out now. He's got some options. Butterfield, he drifted out of the 50. The veteran with 150 plus Smart goes kick. inside towards Ricky Whitehead. The two Ricks. Good block there. They combine and Whitehead has received this one. He came off in that third with a little bit of a niggle. But on this occasion, Whitehead has picked it up. Really good delivery from Rick Butterfield. Very much the experienced head of Butters coming off at the same time too, by the way. Normally it's the goal kicker that comes off, but Butters has done it on delivery. And he's got Whitehead on the runway. Righthead's kick were right behind it. It goes just to the right, but after it goes through the big sticks, and it's a one-point margin again. There it is, Rob. There's that centre clearance. Angus, he's tapped it. He's a beautiful path Beautiful work, work and it's in that same spot. And uh, and Jordan Madden, he just, uh, I think they've practised that a few times. He's a few times at training because uh, he's been right on the end of it. And uh, a good kick up to uh, Butterfield at half forward. And there was a good, there was a nice block there from number 27, uh, young Stephen. So he just blocked and uh, Whitehead was able to just step around, come out on the lead and take a nice mark out in front. So very much this arm wrestle continues. There was probably some life sucked out of the place when uh, it was Maris. Maris got that goal, but uh, the Roos responded in the best way they could. And it all comes down to this clearance. Peach is back in the middle of the ruck with Angus. Another one. It's, it's back with uh, Madden, who gets some ground on this one. Almost identical, but this time it's with some other players. Tangata goes to ground. He lost his footing. This is Hooks who picks it up, but he kicks it to no one in a yellow jumper. Hams runs onto it. Hams has got it on the left, goes down the line and picks up Wallace. Centering kick from Wallace to Tangata. He picks it up now, just working across that half forward line. Tangata goes back to try and take a kick. It's not the best kick at all from Tangata. Goes to a pack that forms and Clark, smart. Gains some ground, but on that was Newich. Gets it to Polson. Polson's there. No, Burge goes in and under. He put the arm up. He got Clark in the face. And that was Burge, I think. And a free kick will go to Dylan Clark. It might have been the lasso that's hanging off the back. Well, it could reckon? have been something, but it probably got him in the eye, I reckon. There's a fair bit going on there. I'd... Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, no, it was, it was probably a little bit, little bit, uh, little bit rugged. We'll, put, we'll say that for the listeners. Rugged's a good word as Clark's kick goes inside 50, but Peach is there, and he wraps it up. Peach takes a good, strong mark. Didn't have too much competition out of that one, Peach. He takes his full measure. And gets it to Hooks. And Hooks gives Simpson the run around. Maris, the last goal kicker for the Tigers, gets it up and about. Hand pass goes straight into Boyd. Boyd's kick goes down. The line was looking for a teammate there, but out of bounds on the full, it might be. And a kick will go to Hams. So dangerous as we're almost into time on. It's a one-point lead to the Tigers at the moment. 8-9-57 on the Hammonds Marketplace by Foodworks scoreboard. 8-8-56. LaRue's. Some heavy legs out there, boys. It's been been fairly heavy underfoot. There's some tired tired boys. So the kick is in from Hams. Doesn't go to anyone in particular. Stevens is running onto this one. It's a big one here to get onto because we've got Peach and Stevens running for it, but the boundary line wins. I think they, no. both, they, both, they both put on the joke ropes, didn't they? <laughs> they did. <laughs> they were both pulling up pretty quickly. As uh, boundary throwing will come just in front of the big tank on that tank. Kang has got to get some movement around this stoppage. Bit of energy. Bit yep. of energy. Bit of energy. It's the last throw. Yep. Have a look at Boyd just being a little bit more dangerous and free there as well, being that On extra the move. man. Yep. Here we there go. we go. Here's Tyrese Clark. On gets the move. It. Clark 
He gets it across now in the end as the big man in Angus. Whitehead. Angus has got He's a Whitehead. It's dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. And Whitehead takes it. Tell you what, Rob Hanson was right onto it. It's about that energy around as we as we come back. Whitehead tried to play on early. He put it he actually slotted it through, but he's got to come back. But it was about that energy around the stoppage there. Boundary throw in, it's always a chance. We're in time on. Everyone's sort of just sitting back on their haunches and there was good energy. Nice little sidestep by Tyrese Clark. Oh, brilliant out of that pack. The Aroos have been down on rotations this afternoon. From what we believe, although they seem to have had a few of the players come back into the fold, and it's with Whitehead at the moment. His team is down by one point, and he is looking for a kick on goal. He's going to go around to do the banana style. Does that? What does he do? Goes right across oh. the face of goal. We're going to have another draw, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame this on you, Rob Hanson. Going to blame it on you, Rob. If it is a draw, you are. <laughs> Yeah, gee whiz. Unbelievable. Well, we thought a draw would change the makeup of the season, didn't we? But we could have another one here which would change it dramatically. So we're going to wait so for the ball. The time on, eh? Yeah, the yep. ball's just landed almost in the prospector train driver's seat. It's got to come back from the railway station. Out in that paddock with yeah. the polar bears. Yep. <laughs> 21 minutes travelled, 8.957 apiece. Big play here. Huge as Hooks will be the one that sets it up. What do we got? All players forward here for the Ruse in their forward of centre. Big kick towards Peach. Peach couldn't quite take the mark. Spills out of this one. Butterfield. He gets it around nicely on his boot. Butterfield. But the kick goes absolutely nowhere because we get a boundary thrown in the end. Varian, the captain, telling him to come back and move and drift everywhere. Oh, you, the Ruckman just have to punch this through. Down to 21. <laughs> Good about, he? uh Oh, he's, he's a kick behind. About one minute 50 left to go in the game. One minute 50 with a boundary throw in. Right deep in the Kangas pocket at the moment. Ball comes back in. Peach goes to the Ruck contest. Congested footy. This is what we love. The big shadows here at Sir Richard Moore Sports Arena are starting to grow. 150 movement, left to go in the game. Movement is the key. 8-9, 8-9-57, all tied up a piece. Ball comes out of this pack. No one wants it in particular. But here's Stevens, throws himself onto it. Drags yeah, it in, Stevens. It That's not good. Ooh. That's not good. But Dave Roberts is right there, and he saw exactly what Stevens did. We've got Jack Varian, who's directing traffic off the ball. Got to keep your feet. We've got a lot going on here at the moment. We've got runners going everywhere. We've got people looking for it. McGowan goes to ground. Butterfield breaks through. What happens out of this passage of play? Dave Roberts writes the script. He says, give it to me. 8, 9, 57, all tied up. Congested footy with a boundary throw in after a throw up. I'd get the Ruckman in there. I'd be, big I'd, Angus. I'd be sending, force absolutely. It, force it through. I'd be sending Big Angus down there. This is great footy. All tied up here at Sir Richard Moore. Boundary throw in. Shadows of the game. Peaches in there. Gets a click out, kick out, but it goes to Varian. He was hanging there for a long time, Varian, just waiting for it to come into his direction. He's got arms and legs going everywhere. There's octopuses galore for him. He's got the kick from 50, Varian. His kick is Ooh. out of bounds on the full. 15 seconds. 15 seconds with the kick from Newich. Goes... To that far side, it's a Richard Moore. Mark taken by a teammate. Rob Hansen is a mock. <laughs> no, there might be a kick here. Are they going to deem this out, out, out of bounds on the full? That looked very close to being out on the full. Well, Dave Roberts 
is testing there with the umpire, oh. but he's put his hands in the air. End of game. We've got a draw. We have got the draw. 8 9 57 apiece here at Sir Richard Moore Sports Arena this afternoon. This is a big game for two big teams. Kangas have definitely shown that they can mess with some big boys this afternoon. While for the Tigers, they were held everywhere across the ground exceptionally well by the Roos this afternoon. A draw. <laughs> 8 9 57 and the oxygen has been sucked from the atmosphere. Well, I don't know what to say here, boys. Played in two halves that game, wasn't it? <laughs> Obviously, we, uh, we certainly saw Kangas throw the kitchen sink at it in the first half and we certainly we, we were far from seeing Boulder's best for the first two quarters. I think they lacked energy, they, they, they lacked uh, intent. Um, and they, I, made, they made some changes, didn't they? They did, they certainly did. They reshuffled some magnets and uh, threw Peach forward for, for all of the second half. Yep. Um, obviously, he was, pro- he was probably getting dominated in the ruck by Big Angus, so it was a very good move because I think he actually created a bit of damage up forward and he gave him another target to kick to. And Toby Hawkins was competitive in that, in that ruck clearance stuff as well, so he, he matched it with uh, Jordan Angus. Most certainly. He seemed to be able to jump into him, Rob. Yeah, yep, a bit more athletic. Well, I... Blown away. I don't know. Neil, Neil Harvey's in the timekeeper's box at the moment. He might know the last time there were two draws in one season of league footy, but uh, you'd have to go back some time. A draw's pretty rare, but on this occasion we've got two this year, and now all four of the top four have drawn. There you go. Unbelievable. It's uh, anyone's game. Yeah, anyone, anyone's game indeed. And obviously with the NADOC round this week as well, there is a presentation after the game, I believe, here too this afternoon as well. But uh, Sir Richard Moore Sports Arena is where we are, boys. We've got about another 15-odd uh, minutes or so, just less than that actually. We've got about another 14-odd minutes of, uh, of discussions to, to peel this game apart in just a couple of moments. And we'll try and work on a potentially a couple of couple of interviews after that, but I don't know if anyone wants to have a yarn after playing that in a draw. I think they might be going for a warm shower. What are you uh, Fair chance. They're the ones who've been doing all the running around this afternoon, but uh, what a game. What a game this afternoon. It's some, probably some injury concerns and in the, 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 the week off for the Roos might come at a good time. They they had Whitehead, and I'm not sure where he fits in. Rob, we might get a bit more of an analysis of you shortly on, on how that uh, Nutrient Ag team comes together, but looking at a couple of those potential concerns for injury this afternoon, how that all works um, and, and where that team structure lies. But, geez, I tell you what, the, Cuba Garlett, this afternoon between him, he had the better four-quarter effort from being on the ground. I thought Dylan Clark early on could have been the Kennedy's uh, flooring and blinds crew best on ground, but uh, Cuba Garlett, you'd have to go past, not past him, surely, this afternoon. He was uh, smooth with ball in hand. And uh, I said that a few times that, uh, yeah, you've got to hit your targets when you're coming out of that back half. And he... He would, have had, uh, he would have hit most of his targets coming out of there. And uh, Kanga's positive to come out of this game. is That's probably their best side that they've fielded this year. And, Correct. Um, you know, to come up with, you know, a, a, a draw against probably one of the uh, front runners to go all the way in Boulder, it's a, it's a great effort. Yeah, definitely. And, and a very different Boulder lineup that we've seen this afternoon. Not in terms of, uh, of how they've played, because everything's been... Their, their team's pretty pretty much the same out there this afternoon. But maybe Swallow being as part of their best, but... Jordan Madden receiving the best on ground. That's a, he's been pretty electric around the clearances all day, but yeah. probably uh, a bit closer to being the umpire's best. That that honestly that doesn't come as a surprise to me. Um, yep. He's he, he he had a ball on a string in the middle there. I've probably got a different view on why he had the ball on the string. He had he had, he, he racked up. He would most definitely had the most centre clearances on the ground, but it was fed by the Grand Angus. That's 
That's correct. Best on ground for me was Grand Angus Glen. I think uh, that big man he rucked unchanged all day. Yes, it tightened up a little bit during the, during the uh, second half when uh, Boulder rung a few changes on him. But I he, think he had four ruckmen thrown at him today, and he just continued yeah. on, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jordan Madden's obviously been the recipient of the match ball day today, but he, he certainly got some he got some Rolls Royce feed from <laughs> from the Grand Angus. Uh, I thought. In the third, when the game was in the balance, uh, Polson for Boulder was exceptional. Number two, he was very good during the uh, third quarter, that premiership quarter, and, and helped get Boulder back in the game. Jake Newich was very strong in the second half. He obviously was fairly quiet when he was up forward. The feed was not getting in there really all that well for Boulder in the first half, but his second half when he put himself on, or when he went on ball, was a lot better. Um, but yeah, Cuba Garland across halfback, that was electric. It was actually exciting. He had the locks flowing, he was releasing, he was, he was breaking lines, he was flooding forward, and he was hitting targets. So that was really good to watch as well. Dylan Clark in the first half. Yep, Rob. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, mate. Um, I also want to make a special mention for Andrew Higgins. I thought he was competitive all day. He spent a fair bit of time getting a rub on the on the hammies, I think, in that last quarter, trying to get him back out on the ground. But, yeah, he's work inside as well, with, along with Newich and Paulson. And uh, and uh, I was happy with uh, Toby Hawkins' game as well. He, he, he chopped out Peachy and he, he had a crack at uh, the big Angus. But... Uh, I have to agree with Simo. Um, yeah, the big Angus. He was, he was, uh, he was, he was a toilet today, and uh, yeah, yeah, he earned his, uh, well, he earned his money today. That's for sure. Yeah, this is an interesting one to watch, really, isn't it? Because you're looking at it from a, a different point of view on who who can change the game, and and most of the time, Angus, as you meant, fed it down to uh, to Madden. Uh, but then when you've got uh, those who have been under pressure and, and, and contesting with the way, the way in which Boulder plays, they play a very tall back, uh, sorry, a very tall forward line, but you've got Hams and Garlett, when they combine, they just ricocheted it all the way back. Uh, and then you also probably had Zappelli, and I reckon probably Zappelli's will feature at least during some of the best up there at Kangas tonight. And he might not have probably had the full four-quarter effort, but as he starts to develop as a backman and as he starts to grow, he's only... 18, 19, 20 maybe. High-class uh, opposition he came up against. That's right. So yeah. I, I think today he probably really showed to Coach Tarantinsky why he deserves to be down back. Um, I'd like to see that now against a couple of the others like a Jordan Reed or a Jack Steele or uh, a Jordan Strahan because he's had some very big assignments and I think today he held his own. If that's, it's, that's any occasion, in those other particular uh, games he's been probably on, on the back foot. Today he held his own. Yeah, so yeah. therefore, he, he might not won, so yeah. That's where I'm probably going to with that particular conversation today. No, he definitely did. He uh, he's, he's he's actually he's very rangy. He's obviously got he's got a lot of height, which we've always known he's had. But he's actually got a fair bit of range, and I think he's got a fair bit of reach that he catches the opposition out. Obviously today we we, we did see Gillett. He was sort of manhandling him a bit, holding a few more kilos yeah. than, than what Zappa's got. But it's that reach and range. So he's a little bit off. He'd be a little bit off, a little bit away from the contest. But he's able to still get an arm in there and cause a spoil. So I'm, I'm with you. He did a great job on a, on a very experienced. Uh, yeah, Gillett. I think he was on the Geelong list there at one point. Yep. Uh, top up list. So yeah, he, he did very well on, on a quality opposition. Um, yeah, and, and as you as you mentioned, there was some great link up in that first half. We really did see some quality transition footy from Kangas across that halfback. They were switching across and then they were getting on the fat side and they were getting a fair bit of release point. You've got to pay a fair bit of credit to Boulder. They, met, they were able to quickly adjust to that. They were trying to, they were trying to play a fair bit of corridor footy um, early on. It wasn't happening. Um, 
Yeah, they did. They they managed to modify that to a certain degree, but yeah, Cuba then actually managed to. He was working on the opposite way, and he actually carved them up, then back through the middle, mm-hmm. um, and he managed to cross over and, and get the fat side on the opposite wing. So there was some there was some trials and tribulations in that game of footy. It was very much in in two halves. Um, I was it was a it was a very bold effort by Kangas who were clearly very limited on the bench too. And when you look at where. Garlett had some really good vision that was beyond the 20 metres range. You know, he was looking further on and, and hitting his targets at that range too. That's, that's great, yep. So, very good from him this afternoon. Uh, probably from a boldest point of view, they, they would be disappointed because normally when they play well, they play well as a team, but they didn't play well today as a team. Uh, it, was, it sounds very funny to say that, but uh, normally you have several players who would be probably having a pretty good game and coming into their own. Today, it felt like that they had... You know, Reese Bartell had a little few moments towards the end of the game. Um, Hawkins and Hamilton were under pressure today. Peach had moments this afternoon. Jake Newich was probably he he had a bit of an off game this afternoon, you would say, although he featured in a little bit. But as soon as they threw him into the middle, that's when they started to get some some better looks at the footy boulder. Uh, Polson did pop up from time to time, and and, and the rat tail one in Sammy Burge. He was around the place, but he did go missing in certain bits and pieces. So. Be an interesting way in which uh, Aaron Sweet dissects that game from a bolder point of view. I think the uh, young local kids actually stood up really yeah, well I thought, this afternoon. Uh, Jordan Hawks was very good today. He's uh, rebound halfback and a bit, bit similar to what Cooper was doing. And you know, his long penetrating kick hit targets as well. So he had a good game today. Um, also, uh, young Haynes he bobbed up a, a few times yep. in that last quarter. A bit of a rangy-looking kid, and uh, he moves like the old man. And, um, yeah, he came up with a few good possessions that last quarter as well. Yeah, there was one I just marked off there too, Will Hayes, and making sure that uh, that he gets a little bit of a mention this afternoon as well as his his career starts to develop too. And, and even throw in there, I think, uh, softly had some moments during that uh, that first quarter where he was pretty good down back uh, and obviously helped to just keep it to one goal down that end. But uh, Jamie Bratton, I think, took a good mark in that, that passage of play this afternoon. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sure... Uh, Aaron Sweet will be looking further to galvanise his squad before their next game in two weeks' time against Mines Rovers. Yeah, they certainly didn't light it up, Boulder. I think they, they lacked a fair bit of energy. Uh, I think there was a, the, the intent was missing in the mm. first half. Um, and that can happen from time to time, especially on a, on a cold Saturday afternoon. But, yeah, they came out. They just lacked that bit of firepower. You could see after they went into half time, they were trying to get themselves up. They were trying to add a little bit of buoyancy to what they had going on. But they were just they just were not playing team footy in that first half. But credit to them, they were able to change that up, mix it through. They still didn't play amazing footy in the second half, but they were able to correct where they were, where they were really down in the first half. Do you know who they missed today? And I know that he's probably on your radar, and that's Bailey Taylor. Correct. I reckon they definitely missed Bailey Taylor and some direction through that, that back part. Yep. So he would have complimented hooks, um, those two coming out. Bailey Taylor, Taylor's a 70, 80 metre player. You know, he's got a penetrating kick. He can hit a target. Uh, he'll run his full distance and, and, and obviously uh, execute that, and the ball can end up on a wing. Mm. So, uh, yeah, they missed him, and obviously Brett Blair, who's, who's serving his suspension, he would have been missed out there today too. He's a good lead-up forward, got strong hands, big body over the ball. Um, so they're, they're the two boys that they probably missed today. But, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, they're just a little bit off today, and... Um, to come away with the draw, I don't know if they'll be happy with that, but uh, it's not a loss. You yeah. get the two points, so yeah, it'll be uh, 
Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm just still in shock here <laughs> that two draws that I've uh, commentated on this year. So it's the only it's, time uh, you've ever commentated too. Is it? A couple yeah. of draws now. In two, <laughs> two in a row as that's well. Right, that's right. Oh boy. So, what, would yeah. be, what, would, what do you reckon the odds would be on that? I don't know. I can't remember the last time there were two draws where all teams have now got the one in the draw column. Yeah. I just. That's unbelievable. Well, above, obviously, Campbell, but Campbell obviously won't make finals. Although their score out there from uh, Campbell to West Oval 15 10 railways, 8 4 from Campbell to this afternoon. Mm. And the reports are a high pressure game. That's their highest score of the season against the, a top team. So, Great. well, the reigning premiers. Yeah, so. yep. so they'd be pretty pleased with that one out at the Eagle Land as well. So it'd be interesting to get a bit of a report on that this afternoon. Rob, over to you as you look to put all of your uh, your team together for the Nutrient Ag Carnival over the next couple of nights. How does today make uh, some of that work for you? Well, first and foremost, uh, I think, well, from this ground that most of the boys that have been named have got through. Um, hopefully that is the case after, obviously, tonight and tomorrow. We'll see how that pans out. Um, we'll have a recovery session on Monday, hopefully, uh, yeah, from the other game as well. Uh, all players named uh, get to that uh, session and hopefully we can go down and, you know, get together and make a good account of ourselves at, uh, at uh, country, or the Nutrient Ag Country uh, um, Championships. You're looking forward to it? I am, yeah. Yep. Um, sort of dragged on there for a little bit, but now that I know it's just around the corner, we're getting a little bit exciting, uh, excited for it. Um, I know my coaching staff. We're all buying into it, and the uh, obviously the, uh, the clubs are starting to buy into it now. We're getting some good boys on board, and, and now it's just up to the players to buy into it. And we'll, yeah, we'll go down and make a good account of ourselves. And what sure. what does that week look like for you? Now I'm pretty familiar with that. Uh, as if you as, as in terms of getting down there Thursday, as opposed to travelling and doing all the other bits and pieces. But you'll get down Thursday, take a bit of a run on Langley Park on Thursday afternoon, or have you got some different things lined up? Yeah, we'll do a captain's run at Langley Park. So there's a few things that's been similar to uh, previous years, but um, I've uh, reintroduced uh, the connection with the Super Footy Club, so they're going to they're look after us Thursday night for tea. Yep. Um, that's uh, a joint uh, um, initiative with uh, the Esperance Footy League. So uh, we'll catch up with those guys who are Division 3 or C, however you want to categorise that. But... Um, yeah, we'll get to talk with those guys, spend a bit of time with Subi. I think they're going to announce their team for their uh, game the, the Saturday um, coming up as well. Um, and then there we'll just roll into Friday down to uh, Mandra. We haven't travelled far enough to the country championships in 600Ks. They just want to push us down another few Ks down the road to Mandra on the Friday and then um, back up to Claremont on the Saturday. So And then hopefully we do well in those two days and then we get to play on the Sunday at uh, Fremantle Oval. Excellent, mate. Best of luck to you there. Now, I, I don't want to be remiss in leaving it to last, but I think it's been very important today as well. I'm glad you're in commentary with us. The way the Goldfields Football League and footy in general looks after NADOC round now and, and makes it a, a massive stamp on the, the fixturing. As a proud Indigenous man, a proud Aboriginal man, you must be extremely ecstatic to see where we are now as the Goldfields Football League and, and what goes into recognising the heritage and the culture that's created from not only our area but also right across the land. Yeah, certainly it's come a long way. Um, obviously, um, it's sort of uh, flowed down into the country level. Uh, all clubs are, yeah, obviously uh, buying into it. There's some fantastic designs. I saw the photos on the GFL uh, page this morning with one of my daughters that uh, was uh, figured in the diorites uh, um, attire there with that photo. And, yeah, they all look outstanding, and it's, it's a credit to uh, all clubs to uh, 
you get in, get involved with the with the week that it is. It is a week of celebration, and I hope everybody uh, gets on board with it. There's a few uh, festivities around the place. It's well advertised around town. Hopefully, everyone can buy into that. It's a fantastic week, and it's great that the GFL's jumped on board with this week as well. And yeah, a credit to credit to everybody involved. Excellent, Rob. Well said, mate. And tomorrow, uh, NADOC Week celebrations officially get underway at Centennial Park at 10 o'clock, so you can go there. There's a march and so many other events, as you've alluded to there, and well done to the NADOC committee here in Kogali Boulder for getting that all up and about and getting well supported because last year, it just keeps growing every single year. Last year was extremely well supported, so we're looking forward to that again this week. From Dig- uh, Digador's Oval, it's very quiet at the moment, but Sir Richard Moore, it's, it's even more quiet, I suppose. <laughs> uh, we're wrapping things up after a draw here to the Tigers and the Roos. Six, uh, sorry, eight, nine apiece at the final siren. Inga, who's been pressing our buttons in the studio, thank you very much this afternoon. Also, Brendan Simpson back in the goldfields. Good to have you back, Simo. You're, you're more suited to TV, mate, but on radio, you go all right as well. It's a pleasure to be here, Glenn. I'm glad, I'm, uh, I'm glad I joined you to, for the Polar Bear March. That's all I can say. <laughs> and Rob Hanson, always a pleasure, mate. It's been really good to see you grow into your role as special comments. <laughs> Cheers, mate. I'm looking forward to the next draw. <laughs> <laughs> He's not back for the rest of the season. Rob Hanson, 8-9-57. The final score all tied up here at Sir Richard Morton. Night. Enjoy your evening. Here's a replay of the Blast Crew from earlier today.